is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a card? You got COVID? It's over. COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. Like, I think Sean could pull off the hair. I think he could definitely pull off the hair. Not the color. But not the color or the thickness. Maybe the thickness. All of Cam's passes from this past game at Buffalo, nothing was, was further than 20 yards on the field. Everything was 19 yards and below. Why? What? I've never shot heroin before, but I can probably figure it out. <laughs> I've seen the people that do, and they're not that bright. Walk, walk. Walk, walk. Sean, you know what that means, right? I feel like that team's falling apart. Block, block. You know what that means? Football. That means it's almost fucking football season, baby. Really? It's almost fucking football season, really? baby. 56 days away? Oh, my God. Give me, just inject that shit straight into my fucking veins. From the actual game. Mainline not, not that shit. I can't. Preseason's next week. No, uh, training camp's next week. August 31st, uh, July 31st, most training camps start. Oh, I thought it was like July 24th. Well, it's that week. It's the week of. Okay. Because I, for some reason, I vaguely recall the, uh, the, the date of July 31st being important for the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors, right? Oh, okay. okay. So, for, for whatever reason, I think because that's when training camp He's actually, still all out. actually starts. So, uh, yeah, that, that, could be, uh, that could be bad for uh, could be bad for the Packers. Could be great for the Broncos. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll fucking talk about it tonight, boys. Welcome back. It's another episode of Row 1 Seat 1 right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us. I am Joey Fats. With me, as always, Mr. Betancourt and the one, the only, the Palizzi. So uh, we are here. We are live. I hope everybody can hear us and hear us well. We got a lot of shit to do tonight. We're not tonight. muted again, are we? No, I don't think we are. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, what is this about, Jamie? This is a podcast, yes, of some sort. Uh, and, yes, you are in the right spot. And uh, you have come too high. You're, you're lucky you saw them stay alive. Addiction kills. Um, okay, sure, whatever that means. Uh but anyway, Jamie, thanks for uh, giving us a like and a share, which I'm assuming you're doing right now because you're uh, listening to the show and watching the show. Uh, this is a sports talk show. As you can see, we've got a lot to get into you think, tonight. He thinks you died. NBA Finals. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe she does. NBA Finals. We've got to get into the match. He's the guy who this man alive. I can't believe it. <laughs> A-Rod versus Brady. The Shamba versus Phil. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about Stephen A. committing career suicide. We will get into some soccer and some hockey tonight. A first. I don't think we've ever talked about soccer and hockey in the same show on this show ever in the history of its existence. Have you ever talked about it, period? Yes, I've talked about it. Briefly. <laughs> okay. And, and so, I don't know shit about soccer. So check I, that. I don't want to talk about something that I know nothing about. I know it's extremely popular in other parts of the world. And even even in New Bedford, this local area, it's very popular. But I don't know I mean, shit, shit about it. Did you see all yeah. the... Did, I mean, Boston, the, the Italian section, or whatever, New York, or Boston, they were like popping north, off. Yeah, the north well, side. Yeah. yeah. Strega well, then, was going fucking nuts over there, you know? Dude, it was <laughs> crazy. Italy beats England. I mean, England is finally getting, you know... England taking L's in the month of July, nothing new. England losing the game that they basically invented, that's always a plus. Did they invent soccer? I didn't know that. I think they did. I, I, I I'm fair, Well, at least that's the way the story goes. Uh, but we'll get no, into that. Not. We'll get into Stephen A. We'll get into the drama at uh, ESPN uh, as their ratings continue to sink and tank. Home uh, run derby? The home run derby. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the all-star break, the all-star game, whether or not Shohei Otani – 
is in fact the greatest talent that we have ever seen grace the baseball field in our lifetimes. So is that on right now? Are we going up against the All-Star game? Probably. Uh, yeah, I'm fairly certain the All-Star shit. game is on right now. I mean, you you know, don't don't be... There is, a, there is a bet, I think, going on right now. Will Shohei be the first ever player in All-Star game history of all time to have a hit and a, and a strikeout in the same game? Right, because he's starting tonight, right? He's starting pitcher, yeah. and he's DH. Yeah, and that's he's DH nutty. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, if you want the audio-only stream, I've pinned the link right here in the top of the description, www.mixler.com backslash joey-fats. Click on that. Hit listen live. You can listen to the show without having to watch us on Facebook Live. Obviously, Facebook Live is what we kind of do our show on, but yep. remember, this is a show that was engineered to be audio only. The whole video thing only came about because... Um, yeah. Why not? Well, you know, why not? Exactly. Uh, but if you want audio only and you don't want to tie up your device, your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever it is, with having Facebook open constantly, especially if you're on your phone, like I know me, I, it drives me nuts when I'm watching a podcast or a video and it's video only and it's Facebook only. And I know it like sometimes minimizes in the bottom right-hand corner. Right, you can keep scrolling. But that just pisses me off. Like I'd rather just... Give me the audio. I don't need to see the visual. Just give me the audio. Well, we've given you the audio. www.mixler.com backslash Joey-Fats. Go ahead. Give us a like and a follow on there. It's a great platform. ton of great content on Mixler, by the way, just in case you're you know rooting around and you want other stuff. Uh, we will have this episode uploaded to YouTube as soon as the show is done. Uh, we'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can get a podcast, we will be. Uh, so make sure you give us a like and a follow on those as well. Uh, gentlemen, what do we want to kick this show off? Oh, first of all, hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, 774-992-8702, that's the phone number. So give us a call if you decide you want to chime in on any of these uh, discussions that we're having. Doesn't matter if it's late, early, you want to jump the you want to jump the shark and bring up a topic we haven't talked about yet. By all means, go right ahead, do that. Uh, we are here for you, the people. Uh, I mean, so do it. There's there's two main topics from this this past week weekend. Um, it's Conor McGregor and it's England versus Italy in uh in the, the Euro Cup. I don't, I don't the know. Euro Cup. One yes. I watched, one I didn't. I'll let you guess which one. So let's start off with the soccer because I feel like. Listen, we're going to give soccer its due here right now. Okay, We never, ever talk soccer on this show. I've None of us really it. know what's going on in soccer. All I know is it's a bunch of grass fairies running around for about 90 minutes, and nice every once in a while somebody puts a ball into a two-car garage and everybody goes fucking nuts. And they it's, spray some magic icy shit on your ass when you fucking get, like, you know, when you oh, break your leg. Yeah, yeah. What? If you, yeah. You've no. never seen the spray? Oh, no, they get the magic like spray the, in the soccer. The magic spray? No. You snap your leg in half. You fucking spray Gordon Haywood your ankle or something. Come up with some magic spray. Magically, you can... Probably run faster. I mean, dudes, dudes like be getting like carted off on like stretchers, and they like spray them. They're like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And they hop jumps, off the stretcher and just go back. The, and yeah. they, I, I've literally seen that happen before. It's hilarious. But anyway, uh, so Italy versus England. Apparently, this is last year's Euro Cup. This was the 2020 this Euro Cup 2020. that didn't take place because oh, of makeup. Then there's another Euro Cup next year too, the real one, right? Oh, sure. I have no idea. It's every two years, I think. Oh, so they made this one up, and then we get the actual one next year. No, no, oh. that's every two years. Right, but this was the 2021. They yeah. played it in 2021, so if there's 2021, they just played 2022, which is next year. In, They'll have in, another on time. Angle your mic towards Sean. So on time. Not, no, 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 like this way. There you on go. Time. Yeah, so when, you're yeah looking, okay. there, so when you're looking at him, you're speaking. These are not great microphones. On time. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so it's on time. So right, should be on, on time, time, but yeah. there's a limited gap now that 
normally wouldn't be there because they're making up the last one. Well, those guys play. still play year-round. Right, I get that, but the cup itself. So, apparently, we, we got another <laughs> one next year. I don't know. I don't yeah. really care. I could I'll, be wrong. Honestly, I'll burn that bridge when I get to it. Don't give a shit. Fine. All I know is that this past one uh, apparently was wildly entertaining. Now, Well, the ending was wildly entertaining. The, I don't really say the ending. The end result was wildly entertaining. So, Italy... And England, okay? England apparently is the one that invented soccer. I, I didn't know this. I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't, literally don't know anything about soccer. I've only read this on the internet, and it came from Reddit. And, you know, obviously, you know, nobody, nobody would lie on the internet, okay, guys? Right. Uh, no, everything that gets put on the that. internet it's is 100% true. true and factual. Uh, but apparently England was the uh, – they, they were the fathers, the grandfathers of, of the game of soccer. I didn't know this. Uh, so – Reddit went fucking mental when the UK lost. I mean, the memes were out of fucking control. And it was like, it wasn't even that. No one was like happy that Italy won. Everyone was just super stoked that England lost. Because apparently England it was is... was in England. Yeah, well, it was in England. It was yeah. in their own backyard. And apparently the English are very, or as Paul would say, the Brits. Um, nah, two different things, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, funny joke. We'll get to that in a second. No, gotcha. we won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So apparently this was this was being played in in uh, in England and uh the Brits were very 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 arrogant they were very overconfident like oh yeah we're going to dust the floor we've got this 19 year old phenom who's you know going to be the, the face of soccer 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 uh was going to be you know he's like the next Pele or some shit i don't fucking know <laughs> or Ronaldinho yeah. or Ronaldo oh. or whatever the fuck the Messi yeah or, he's, he's yeah, the, yeah that guy yeah, yeah. He's fucking, the next big name got it yeah sure yeah, yeah. sure yeah he's on that he's on that plane apparently he's on that that uh that that trajectory so these kids come in from England they get you know England goes up one nothing or as they would say one nil uh early Italy comes back ties the game up and then it goes to overtime, which is place kicks. And Italy beats England on place kicks 3-2. And it, so here's where shit got fucking crazy. Because whew, do you, do you want to explain what happened, Sean? Immediately at the end? So how did we get? Okay, so the game goes to So from to place like penalty kicks, kicks so on. Yeah, last, where, penalty kick, penal- last penalty kick comes up. Or, it's yeah, Saka. He's pen- a 19-year-old. African-American kid that plays for England. I guess, I'm assuming he's born in England, too, because it's his home team. Well, you have to be, right? Isn't that I, the whole thing? I think so. I think so. Or does soccer have mercenaries? I, I, would, I, mercenary? I wouldn't put it past soccer to be like, no, you were born this blood. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Like, no, I no. Know. I know like the other leagues, like Manchester United, you just like pay <laughs> transfer fees and shit like that. He's like, ah, I, I was born in South Africa. And you're like, hmm, But listen, English someone could, someone could chime yeah. in. Someone <laughs> could call in and correct us, too. But this 19-year-old phenom, African-American kid, Saka, he gets the very last shot. He has to get the shot in to tie it up 3-3 three, three, three in penalty kicks. And they can either continue on with more penalty kicks. I don't know what goes on after that. I'm not a soccer expert. Goes up. It's supposed to be this phenom. They're at home. They're in England. Everyone's staring down at this kid. He is going to be the next future athlete, Okay. Imagine imagine a 19-year-old high school quarterback. Well, a kid just graduated from high school. He's a freshman college quarterback. You're playing for the USA football team. You're on the world stage. You're in the Super Bowl, basically. Yeah, you're in the Super Bowl of the world, and everyone's just like, you have to get this or we'll kill you. And in home, and then he kicks it. it uh, Whoever the, 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 the goalie for Italy blocks it flat out. The kid immediately bursts into tears, like like he's devastated himself. As a, as an athlete, he's like, I can't believe I didn't tie this up. Like you could tell, he's like he's taking it personal. 
And then England just goes into full-on, like, racism and domestic <laughs> violence. And this, I mean, and this is not funny. If you thought America was racist, wait until you get a load of the United Kingdom. No it went, shit. They, the country of England had to put out a statement, as well as the, the English soccer team. Had to put Basically, it came from Parliament or yeah, their, whatever, well, their, their version of the White House, whatever it is. It the, from, the Emperor. It came from the Yeah, Keith, Keith is like, oh, the Emperor. And I'm like, yes. Did you just call him Keith? I call him Keith. Wow. Oh, I'm so used to saying that. Apparently, Paul thinks uh, uh, the Emperor. I'm used to for my parents, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Paul didn't even bat an eye. He was just like, He's like, yeah. go, he's like go on. Uh, Dad's been calling me Keith for like, you know, I don't know, 25, 25 years. 25 years. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, so Paul's like, oh, yeah, whatever they got over there, an emperor, and I'm like that. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine sends <laughs> yeah. out a statement. And he just basically, they basically come out and say, listen, please, stop the racism, stop the online harassment, you know, stop beating your wives or your domestic partners. It's like, it was insane. It was like a 38% increase in domestic violence immediately after the game. It's That's that's the funniest part to me because it's... it's I mean, it's funny to see, but it's not funny, funny but at it's all. Not funny, but it's, well, the funny part is that I think is like, whoa, dude, it's fucking soccer. Like, calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? Like, Don't get me wrong. Anytime somebody tells me, like, calm down is just a game, that immediately sets me on to like a yeah, next level I, of rage. I know, I know. I get that too. But, but... This is yeah. soccer. Right. Soccer. Right. Remember those fucking videos we used to watch way soccer back in is the day? Barely a fucking sport to begin with. The fucking in the upper decks are collapsing and shit in when general. like crazy like like soccer games. It was like remember like the diamond P and they walked away oh, yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to watch like it wasn't like sports follies, but that was another one. I forget which one it was. It was like extreme sporting disasters. Yeah, like, something stupid. And we me and Joe, this is why like I started hating soccer at like fucking six years old because people died spectating because a fucking upper deck like railing collapsed and people fell like 40 feet to like their death was, pretty much because the team lost. I don't give a shit what it was. No, I'm just saying. Like, that's <laughs> I mean, like, it was always in like some like shitty like third world country listen, too, where like, that, people were just like packed into places they shouldn't be. Like. Right, and packed, and that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody was so fucking local about this goddamn game or whatever the hell was. Not saying it was in Mexico. I'm not saying it was anywhere. I don't know where no, it no. was. But I'm I typically it was in like, South America, though. Right. But I, they I know exactly out. the video you're or talking Central. about. I mean, think about like the shit people do when they lose like when they don't, you know, like throwing beer, like throwing bottles, beating people's asses. Like it gets fucking rowdy dude. soccer Soccer's is as the great jim rome once put it soccer is simply an excuse to riot that's all it is it's just an excuse to riot it's an excuse to go out and lose your mind and just go fucking bonkers for no reason it unless was, you're philly when you're going to the super bowl well philly <laughs> philly goes philly goes wild no matter what's going on do you guys remember the night the Eagles beat the Patriots. Yes, the riots, very well. The riots they showed like live on screen. They showed people driving quads. Fact, there's like a three-minute rant of me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, probably. But there's like there's videos of guys riding quads in in like downtown Philadelphia, like in the street. The police do nothing. The police had literally lubed up with KY jelly. There was a story about this. Yeah. All the light posts, they put KY jelly on all the light posts. People wouldn't climb it. People were bringing, like, sandpaper, <laughs> grinding the things down, and then climbing and destroying it. There was a guy, a huge, fat guy, completely naked, just wearing an eagle mask. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like watching something out of The Purge. Because nothing says, I love my team, like tearing down light poles and flipping cars and burning shit. They destroyed a hotel. Yeah. Like, for no reason, they just destroyed a hotel. Oh. Just, they're like, this hotel has to get it. Well, I mean, remember when the Lakers won in 2000? 
you know, their first, the first championship with Kobe and Shaq. Remember no, the riots that. from that? No. no. I mean, Dude, no, not really. They fucking burned downtown LA to the ground. That's insane to me. That's absolutely And this is, and it's not like the Lakers are like this like championship starved fucking organization. Like they'd won like 10 at that point or seven or eight, whatever it was. And it's just like, yeah. Um, what? Like, <laughs> actually, I think they were in like 15 six, or 14 or 15, but. But even with that being said, with how Philadelphia acted, with how LA acted, with how Boston has acted in like 2004 or this. Listen, region, man, I partook. So did I. At UMass Dartmouth in 2004 well, during was, the ALCS. I went, I went to Boston that night. I went, I, I remember me, we were at Ryan's house, me, Ryan, Timmy, and I think Smallwood, we all went, we hopped in my car, and we drove to UMass because we heard on the scanner shit was going down. Yep. So it, this is after game six when, when uh, or after, uh, it was out, yeah, after game six. It wasn't even game seven, it was game six, uh, the bloody salt game. And we went to UMass, and the, the whole quad at UMass was full there was riot p- police. They, they shot out uh, pellets. They were they were fucking yeah pepper balls. Everything like the whole nine, and we're just sitting there and we're like I'm like up on like this I don't even know what it was. I climbed up on something and it I was just a bench. and I just started like an A Rod <laughs> swallows chant like and it was just it took off and everybody was like fuck yeah and like dude it was one of the coolest things and all of a sudden we hear like this tremendous crash. Someone broke and we look and machine. then there's just a car on its roof and we're like. Oh shit! And next thing you know, we hear another crash, and then there's just a dumpster that's been flipped over, and we're like, "All right, I guess we're doing this." Like, and fuck shit, it. I wonder where next I was. thing you know, fireworks start going off, and then all of a sudden the cops are running, and everybody else is running, and like, and, it was and, fucking wild. And listen, like, that was just UMass Dartmouth. Exactly. That wasn't even Amherst. And you're saying all this stuff, and it's like, it's like, wow, you know, in the moment, it sounds like a lot of big stuff, and then you hear about what's going on in England, and I, I fully partake anyone to go to, to Twitter and go to social media and do the research for yourself. The horrible things that were being said about several gentlemen on the English soccer team. All of whom happen to be African-American. <laughs> I mean, I kid you not. It was embarrassing. Like, the amount that was said is, like, utter, like absolutely just shocking. Like, some of the stuff that was said. I can't, I'm not even going to repeat it on air because it was that bad. And then... Basically... The, you got to go basi- look this one up yourself, folks. Basically, England... <laughs> people... And listen, all right. So, here... This is this is kind of a two-fold statement because, one, you got to remember Twitter is... It, it, Twitter does not speak for the general population. You're right, but Twitter there were videos is, backing it up. Twitter is full of trolls and people looking to get a reaction. So, they will say whatever they want on Twitter. Like... Look, I showed you a naked man dancing on an Italian guy's car. This is very true. Tiny after penis, a loss. Yeah. After huh? a loss. Who, is, who gets you, naked after a loss? That's something you do after a win. This this fat Englishman draped in the English flag and only the English flag with his stubby little shillelagh just gets up on a car and just starts helicoptering. I'm well, like, oh, oh, what do you, what do you attempted to helicopter? There was no helicopter. <laughs> it was like one of those like little mini helicopters, RC helicopters. Like yeah, really small. yeah. You're giving an RC helicopter a bad name. So, <laughs> but like, you got to remember that. But at the same time, all these fans of the English, you know, the English team, all these people from England, they were like, these three motherfuckers fucked us out of a title, a Euro title. Restart slavery. Like, that was basically their attitude. Like, we need to bring back slavery. That comment was said several times. Sadly. And it wasn't That's right. It wasn't a one off. It was fucked up. And it, it is fucked up. But the English, man. And this, and again. Like, and then beat the shit out of their, like, what, it doesn't have to be wives. It could be the domestic partners. Is this because I overcooked the rules? Yeah, no It's shit. like, no, bitch. It's because my team lost. And yeah. you're going to fucking, you're going to eat my right fist for dinner. Like, <laughs> you're the closest thing to me. What the fuck is wrong with the fucking English? I mean, granted, we told them to fuck off. 
you know, almost 250 years ago. And, you know, we've been telling them to fuck off ever since. But Jesus fucking Christ, guys. I, I can't even Like, could fathom. you imagine being Piers Morgan right now? And, like, like you spent all your whole career railing on the United States and their terrible laws and their right, terrible right, racism. Right. And then this happens and it's just like. This is so great for the United States. This is like when you fuck up at work, and all of a sudden someone fucks up way more, way harder, and then your cat and everyone else forgets like, about you. Yeah, and you're up. like, well, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we talked about it before the show. If this happened, if this exact thing happened in America, imagine if soccer was this big in America, Dude. and this happened, like there would be. Or if it was like fucking the NFL or like the Super Bowl, and somebody missed a kick, and it was a certain no, guy. No, Let's no, start no. fucking. So no, like, no, no. This is an entire country. Imagine if. Yeah, that, that's a good point too. Yeah. I mean, I get what you mean. Imagine it's Team USA. A, yeah. Your three starting quarterbacks are some variation no, no, we're going of like, like Rogers, Rogers, Brady, whoever the fuck you want to throw in there at quarterback. Those are your three quarterbacks. Your receivers. Mahomes. Mahomes. There you go. You have all your guys out there. No, no, no sorry. Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's white. First of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would never make the team because he sucks. Um, and you have and you have all the rest of the team. And then imagine they lose to like Papua New Guinea or some shit. And the United States was like, we're gonna have to kill everyone. <laughs> and it's just like they go on this like I can't even. And I, Joey says it right, and I say it all the time like social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those things are like so instant. And you get people's like real reactions, and the a lot of times jerks, it's, it's yeah. not even it's not even like good reactions. It's just like they're saying shit just to say shit. And then it be- that's it's, all it is. It's it just spews, trolls. It spews such hatred. And then obviously we'll get to that obviously later with the Stephen A. stuff because he kind of did the same thing, hmm. and he almost had career suicide two days ago or yesterday, whatever the day it was. I can't even remember anymore. Yeah, I wonder what the backstory of that whole thing was. Like, who came to him and who told him, like, "Hey, asshole." It was probably Walt Disney. He's alive. <laughs> don't don't deny it. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Fucking hot. That's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I know, but yeah, but <laughs> but no, but it's, but it's, you're right. It's crazy though because the, the the fucking the funny thing is is like how many times like especially with, especially in this country where you got these fucking pandering idiots around here, right? Then they're all like, oh, we should be more like the UK or we should be more like Europe and how progressive they so are. I was and this and that. So progressive. And then they just instantaneously in a in like that in a matter of like six minutes just go from being like. Aha, uh-huh, we're progressive and we include everybody and we don't have any racism too. We need to restart slavery. These three motherfuckers misplaced kicks. And yeah, obviously that was that was what? a few that was a few people, but that's like such an extreme take and it's not even like an idea limited to the guys who missed the kick. It's like an entire right. you know I'm like, that's the thing, it doesn't it doesn't just apply like okay, like if you want to like look, if Adam Vinatieri misses a fucking kick in the Super Bowl and you want to go and like be like fuck Adam Vinatieri, sure, that's fine. But you don't start wishing genocide upon white people because Adam Vinatieri <laughs> missed a kick in the Super Bowl. Right? Like, no. Like, what the fuck? Like, dude, it's just a sport. And I get it. Again, but this is why Jim Rome was right. Soccer is just an excuse to riot. It's not even a real fucking sport. People who consider soccer players athletes and then simultaneously are like, NASCAR drivers, they're not athletes. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? Like, seriously? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of my face of that shit. Yeah. Because that's how, but that's how soccer people are. Soccer fans are so far up their own ass that they like, they just, they fail to see any of the wrong there. Like, I'll be the first one to tell you like, yeah, okay, great. Like you can be a fat piece of shit and be a great golfer. You know, that's fine. Isn't, you that, isn't that John Daly? Yeah. Okay, sure. There's one of them. Uh, but, <laughs> There's like, one of them. <laughs> you can, you can, you can be a totally unathletic, unassuming like person. Like somebody could look at you and just be like, 
Well, that guy fucking, that guy can't do a goddamn fucking thing that's athletic. And then all of a sudden you give him a golf club and fucking shoots a 77. You're like, uh, oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty fucking hard to do. Does it mean he's a great athlete? No. But does it, but does it mean he's skilled? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing I think people lose with soccer players, right? Like hockey players are athletes. Okay. (sighs) Soccer players, they're just guys, they're skinny little guys that can run for a long time. And they're very skilled at kicking a ball around with their feet. There's no jack. The skill outweighs the ability in soccer. You know, they're all track and field size. Right, ability is uh, ability is your God-given ability or your physical capabilities, your ability. You know, how fast you can run, how high you can jump, how much you can bench press, whatever. Who cares? However, you want to uh, measure it. Your skills are something that you develop over time through practice and repetition. Soccer players are highly skilled. They're not great athletes. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's such a controversial thing to say, but apparently to some people, it's like you may as well have just basically shit on Jesus Christ's crown of thorns. Well, I think most people have a problem, you know, splitting the two. Well, people don't understand. Right, people don't understand the difference between skills and abilities. Right, they can't split the two, so that therefore they're fucking you know all up in arms when you say that they're not great athletes or anything like that, which I highly agree with. I don't think soccer players. I can run in between the greatest fucking soccer players in the world and fucking like kick a ball into the fucking stands. I don't give a shit. Oh, disrupt your play. Fuck you, buddy. You know what I mean? Like it's not hard. Like it's running is the literally the easiest thing in the world to condition your body. The fucking two car garage you got to kick a fucking ball into. Still, I don't know. I disagree on that. I think soccer players are just like fucking elite running like athletes, man. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Yeah, they could probably all win a hundred meter, but guess what? They're playing soccer, so they're not yeah, athletes. They, if they, they actually it, went to their college, it's not, college, a, it's not it even ninety minutes or whatever it is. I it's see mad motherfuckers like forty-five and a half walking. Guys are jogging, all running around the time. That's that's the one thing that pisses me off about soccer fans. Like it's straight sprinting for ninety minutes. Like. No. It's not straight sprinting, no, it's but not. It's, it's straight cardio for 90 minutes. Okay, cool. Who can't do 90 minutes of cardio? Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. You're a bitch. I can do 90 <laughs> minutes of cardio. Wait, straight running for 90 minutes is no way. Dude, just jogging casually with some intermediate sprints in between? Yeah, I Basically had to do that to get my job. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Thank you. Wait, you trained to do that to get your job. You don't do that no more. No, no, no. 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 Now, we, like, now we just do it here. for fun. They were like, here, go to class for six weeks. Do this. Okay, you did it. Now you can have your job. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like we trained for it. It was just like, ah, here's the fire pit. Go do this. Come out. Okay, you did. Here you go. That was pretty much it. You're dead. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Good. Now you can commit suicide when you're 58. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. 55. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Jesus. 774-992-8702. Yeah, we got a little dark there for a second. Yeah, but maybe some advice those Twitter guys should take. You know, yeah, right? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but no, but so the whole soccer thing was funny as shit. England just went full blown like it was like all of a sudden they were just like and it's sixteen forty eight. We're going like, full retard on re, this one. Yeah, reinvent. We just need to. Re, we just gotta. I guess we gotta bring back slavery, guys. They uh, black people misplaced. They're kids. still. They're still doing like their um, full blown PC spin on things. They're like, hey, you know, we support our players. We support our fans. You know, it's it's still I going mean, can on. Can you imagine though, like? And look, I love, I love, everybody loves to label this country like a racist place and like, oh, our systemic racism and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get political on this and, and go into that rabbit hole. But everybody loves to label this country that way. And even the people that hate this country the most, they still refuse to leave it for some reason, probably because, you know, they know if, uh, you know, they wanted to be an LGBTQ, LMNOP plus person over in, I don't know, Saudi Arabia or Iran or Turkey. Yeah, they'd probably get tossed off the, you know, store. 
top floor of a 15-story hotel. Yeah. Uh, or stoned to death or something. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, but, but I'm but, making this shit up. But America's, but, but America's oppressive, right? Could you imagine in America if all of a sudden somebody was just like... Like, if LeBron James missed the game-winning shot in the gold medal game in the Olympics, and somebody was like, yeah, you know why he missed that? You know who wouldn't have missed that? Larry Bird. You know why? Because Larry Bird was white, and white is right. Like, could you imagine? Like, that just shit, that shit wouldn't fly in this country at all, under any circumstances, nor should it. But it just, it wouldn't, that would not happen. LeBron, people would rip on LeBron, be saying, like, Jordan would have hit that. Kobe would have hit that. Uh, Durant would have hit that. Insert any player in the NBA here would have hit that. Chances are, outside of Larry Bird, he's probably going to be, he's probably going to be African-American. <laughs> that Chance, could you imagine well, trying? Probably, could yeah. you imagine people in this country being like LeBron James missed the game-winning three-pointer in the gold medal Olympic game? We need to bring back slavery. Oh like, my! What? God, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit! No. And, yeah. Like, and and that's and that's coming from us, who was supposedly we're supposedly the most racist country in the world, right? Like, where our whole foundation's built on racism. Apparently, I I can't in a million years fathom that even being a possibility yeah. or ever even coming close to happening. Right. Sure. Whatever makes the people who I made think, really bad decisions I in think, life super I think, nice. we're, I think we're far beyond that. I mean, look at the show we did two, three weeks ago with uh, the, the guy from the uh, the Raiders came out. He's like, I'm gay. And everyone's like, cool. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's like, by the way, I'm giving a bunch of money to this foundation that I believe in and uh, cheers. And we're all like, go gay it up. Like, yeah. do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, Nobody bro. can. Yeah, Nobody's, no. Nobody has thought – nobody has even thought or spoken of Carl Nassib since that – Oh, point. that's his name. I forgot his name already. Sorry. Yeah, no one, no one, No one's even No one's even brought it up. It hasn't even been a blip on the radar but in the national media. Like, that's no very one, progressive. It's, it's wonderful. It's like – Right. But, I mean, great – I mean, it must be because we have a whole month dedicated to pride and, you know, gay pride and all that kind dude, of nonsense. the memes Whatever. About, about companies, the day after Pride Day was over and people were like – like the memes were so funny because it's so true. You see, like American Airlines, Dunkin' Donuts, they, all the symbols have all the rainbow stuff. Twelve oh one, trash. I understand it's on like a timer; it does it automatically. But it's right. very funny. They're just like they don't waste any time. They're like, yeah, yeah it's over. Oh uh, yep. no! We're, uh, what's the next thing we get a virtue signal about? All right, get that. Yeah, let's bring that in. Bring that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Fats Radio, Roll One Seat One Live, right here. Do better guide. Give us a like. Give us a follow. If you. Uh, like what you're seeing, like what you're hearing, go to Row One Seat One on Facebook. Make sure you uh, click that like and subscribe button so you can get all of our uh, content through there. Uh, the next big thing that we had to talk about, we had what? Uh, soccer and... Uh, Connor. Connor. Connor McGregor. There's only one Connor McGregor. Three, yeah. So we're going to do... What a fucking great fight. We led the show with soccer. This is a first. We led the show with soccer. We're going into UFC, and then we're going to follow it up with some hockey. This is... Never happened. Unprecedented. First time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First time, long time. Thanks for listening. Um, make sure you go. Uh, this is this is this is wild. This is a wild show tonight. We got a lot to get into. We still got even more to get into after this. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with UFC. Was it two sixty four? Two sixty four. Two sixty four. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the Connor fight, which oh, we'll get my thoughts on in a second. Can we please talk about the pride? Of Milford, fucking Massachusetts. Is that where he was from? Milford, Nick yeah, Milford. Mutino, yeah. Mutino, Mutino. Yeah, I don't know how to say Portuguese kid. Yep. Funky hair kid. Yeah. The zombie. Kid. Portuguese zombie. Right. The Portuguese zombie. That's what yeah. they, that's what Joe Rogan was calling him on uh, during the broadcast. 
I, I just want to say, bravo, young man. Dude, he's a bravo. All the respect in the world goes to that that kid. I he know. took that fight on eleven days' notice. Eleven, right. and he well, he fought Sean O'Malley. Yeah. yeah, Sean O'Malley's no fucking slouch in that fucking Dude, weight class. They, probably the best fighter in that weight class. The whole and he fucking took it pre-fight, like lead up was all these like explosive knockouts that Sean O'Malley had. had. Yeah, I mean like he's like flying through the air and he's like. Yeah, like just like <laughs> knocking dudes the fuck out. Oh, like, Dean, man. No. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. And like, he was crushing motherfuckers. I mean, this dude O'Malley was, yeah. he was, they painted him and they're like, this dude's a bad man. Yeah. He's going to fucking, he knocks everybody out in spectacular fashion. Right. Kicks, punches, knees, elbows, didn't fucking matter. He just, he got it done. But he always did it like it was always a walk off. Yeah, right, right, right. And then this kid, Mutino, comes in out of Milford fucking Massachusetts on 11 days' notice. And he's a full-time painter. And he, yeah, he's he'd working worked, like 80 hours. He'd worked like, like 80 hours the week before. I saw that. Dude, this, 80 hours? Is that even possible slash legal? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, just doubles We do it all the time, bro. Yeah. That's just Jesus doubles every day. Christ, that's man. just 16 hours, five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. What, 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 are you, what, are you, what are you a bitch, bro? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we got guys that do that on our job. You never worked an eighty-hour week in your life, and it shows. <laughs> I've never worked one job eighty hours. Absolutely not. Well, I tell you what, that kid won a shitload of money with all his eighty hours. Hey. Definitely paid off after that seventy-five Absolutely. bonus. It. Yeah, Earned it. I know. Earned. He took a fucking beating, dude. And, like, and let's, well, and the let's, funny, the funny thing is, sorry, go ahead. And finish. No, I was gonna say, let's just say, he reminded me of literally watching the first Rocky movie, and he just stood there, punch, kept going, punch, kept going. Every time he took a punch in the face, he never backed up. He kept following through and following through and stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. It was literally watching a movie like this this kid has no feeling in his face. Like he has his face has to be numb. Because he got punched in the face, kept going forward. Punched in the face, kept going forward. It reminded me of watching the first Rocky, which he was just like, The answer is no, I'm not gonna go down. That's right. exactly and, the people I was watching it with at the time. I won't say where or when, uh, but the people I was watching it with, that we all said the same thing. We're like because every single time, so the first, like, whatever, minute and a half of the fight, you see this kid, right, and he's got this green hair, and, it, and it's very, like, flowy. It's long. It's long, but it's flowy. You like one of those trolls from Primal Rage. Remember, Dude, like, those little, like, funky he's getting, Yeah, <laughs> good, good callback. He's getting hit, and you can see his hair, like, bouncing. Every time, like, every time he gets popped in the face. And we're like, oh, man, this kid, yeah, he's out of Rocked. his league, dude. Like, wait, like this is going to be over quick. And this fucking kid didn't stop. He just kept coming. And he ate, what, 250 plus punches? In the face. Yeah, in the face. To the fucking 200. I think they, the, way, the, way, the way they labeled it was he took 250 plus significant strikes and went down, what, once? At the end of the first round? I think he tripped, though. He tripped up. He got tripped up at the end of the first round, went down, and the bell, and the, he was saved by the bell because that would have been a disaster for him. Right, right. Because he was prone. He would have been, been screwed. But this kid, I swear to God, man, I don't care what, I don't care where this kid goes. Like, I'm following this kid's career from now on. I, I've, this, he has made a UFC fan out of me. Like, I will yeah. watch the UFC now. Just to watch this kid. Yeah. And that's what the UFC needs. The UFC needs to build stars. They exactly. need to build stars. I think the UFC, when the whole COVID 
thing hit and everything, everything was shut down. UFC did it the right way when they went over to like Abu Dhabi or Dubai or wherever the hell they were. Fight Island. They fucking threw on fights every fucking Saturday. Yeah. Every Saturday they had a live card, live fight, yeah. live, and and I won't say where, when, who I was with either, but we watched every fucking one well, of them. Well, a lot of it was free. And, and exactly. It was yeah. free. It was fucking awesome. And it really got me. Like, I used to never, like, really care about UFC that much. Like, I couldn't, you know, I'd always sit there, and even though I, the guy I wanted I, winning I, was I don't, winning. I don't care about UFC that much, but I care when there's interesting characters and when there's good stories. And, like, because like, the, the actual fight itself to me, is secondary to the buildup, the story of the guy, where he came from, how he got there. Like Conor McGregor, for right, example. Right. I loved Conor's story. He was, you know, dirt poor, you know, just doing what he had to do to get to where he wanted to go. His girlfriend or now wife supported him the whole way and paid his way. And he was a plumber, boxer. Right. Just did what he had to do to get to where he was, and now he's one of the biggest stars in the world, sports stars, not even just UFC. Everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. Of course. Sure. Absolutely. Everybody from from here to fucking Hong Kong, they know who Conor McGregor is. That's a cool story. I loved it when, you know, Ronda Rousey. Oh, that was a good story. I love Ronda. I still do. You know, Brock Lesnar. That was a fun story. Yeah. You know, you had these good stories because that's and that's the funny thing about the UFC is, and it's also my biggest knock on it. You, as soon as you fall in love with a guy. Or a fighter. He's well, fucking gone. Tito and Liddell, too. Tito, Ortiz, Chuck oh, yeah, Liddell. But, oh, it started, yeah, you Shamrock. had some guys with It started with, with Shamrock and Tito and Liddell. And no, no, no. Shamrock was like the way originator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that no, was I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm talking like, this. I'm going back to like Tank Abbott, Ken Shamrock, the Gracies, like way fucking back. When they were fighting like 600-pound dudes. Yeah, like when there was just anybody and anybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was ultimate fight. Yeah, what was mixed martial arts? Yeah, well, it was because remember, UFC started off to see... Pride. The, the whole point of it was to see what style of fighting would prevail over all the Overall, other ones. Yeah. Kimbo. And, of course, like the, the Brazilian Kimbo. jiu-jitsu guys. You had the Muay Thai guys. You had the boxers. You had all this stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Who was yeah. best? Kickboxing. Who was best? Who was the best? That was what, that's what, and it started as this mishmash, and then everybody kind of got into it, and then they were like, okay, well. His rules. Now, we, now we've established a league. We've got rules. This, that, the other thing. And then all of a sudden, guys were like, all right, well. I can do a little bit of BJJ. I can do a little bit of Muay Thai. I can box. I can. I, I wrestled in high school. Then all of a sudden, those guys started being like, okay, yeah, I've got whoever had the most options available to them, the most styles available to them, was usually going to win because there was yeah. nothing they could do. There was like you, the GSP right. guys. Then you, right, then you go to the GSPs yep. and all that kind of stuff down, down the line. But to your point, Paul, like, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was interesting. It was... There was there was something there to be seen because you never you didn't you knew the names but you didn't really know who was coming out on top. No. Right, it's always something exciting. You know what I mean? And like UFC, like if you, for me, like think of it like you have like ten baseball games in a night, and seven of those end in walk offs. Right, you know, that's sick. You know what I'm saying? So like, all right, maybe two go the distance, whatever. It's by decision, but like. You know, you get three, four, five fucking sick knockouts. It's like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like that instant. It's almost like when you score a goal in hockey. Everything's so yes. fast, so fast, so fast. Bang, you get that, like, instant gratification where, like, right. sure. you just watch somebody get fucking rocked. It's like it's like watching a walk-off in baseball. It's like that build-up, sort of. Unless you're fucking McGregor and you fucking break your leg within 30 seconds. But Don't that shit happens, though. You know what I mean? That's the only thing. 
this only downside about like fighting and like that's that kind of goes for like all fighting, especially like boxing, like anything like that, mm-hmm. is yeah, the build up, the build up. Oh man, we made it months for this, and six seconds later, this guy just fucking like broke, some, or he just got knocked the fuck out. And or like, uh, or when uh, you know what, what I mean? was it? Was it Anderson Silva when he went to kick that guy oh, and snapped geez. his he leg? Fucking yeah, broke yeah, yeah. his leg. I don't know like, what round that was in. Right, or but, yeah, how but long, at the same time, but, but that's not the ending you're looking for. It's right. like it's like when the Daytona 500 ends under caution. Yeah, that shit's you know what I mean? like fuck you know what off. I mean? Come on. Like but when you get the exciting finish that you want, it's like, "Oh fuck, that was it like, is, that it was is 10 times but better." What yeah. You, what you like is those small moments. Those small moments are not sustainable for UFC. So you need the guys that have passion. One of the best fighters in the UFC ever was Khabib. He is the least talked about athlete of all time. Which is crazy. Because he, nobody knows who he is because, because he doesn't have a personality. No, he has no personality. He came from Russia. He literally, as a child, was trained to wrestle bears. He fucking wrestled bears as a child. Right. Amazing backstory. And then he's just like, you know, he had the whole thing with Connor. And Connor said, oh, your family sucks. You're poor, blah, blah, blah. And then his whole stick is to go in there and he basically hugs you and grips you to death like a snake. Yeah, his ground game's crazy. That's what his best is. But, then, bo- but that's boring but as shit. boring. And, yeah. that's, and that was the sad part about him because people thought he was boring. Right. He was the best fighter possibly of his division ever right. in the UFC. And everyone's like, yeah, but you're boring. Right. So you need those stories. So the, the, the Portuguese zombie kid, all right, he's got a nickname already. Right. He has the green hair. It's already a character. The dude took a literal beat in the shit. Everyone thinks that kid won. How are they talking about? People think he won. It's like, right, right, no, yeah, he yeah. Lost. No, he lost, but he's so but well known. Did you guys feel the same way I did that it was a tremendous injustice to call the fight with 27 seconds Absolutely. left? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was so fucking and drunk, dude. I don't was, even remember. And, and, I, and God forgive me because I can't remember his name. He's one of the most like well respected UFC refs. He is. I, uh, it's not and Big John. It was the other. It's the black no, dude Big there. No, Big John's um, gone. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I yeah. can't remember his name yeah, either. Yeah, but anyway, I think he ended up doing the, the McGregor fight too. He did, yeah. So he, he said at the end of it, they asked him about it. He said, listen, he goes, in my experience, with the amount of like punishment his face was taking, he goes, I thought he was unconscious on his feet, and I stepped in at that moment because I was worried for his safety. So he perfectly explained it out. He said what I saw in the moment. Yeah. He said, in my, and he goes, after the fact, he goes, I saw what you guys saw. He looked okay, but he goes, in the moment, he goes, what I heard, what I saw, what I stopped was the right decision. And he goes, I'd do it again. So, But see, that's the thing, though. Like, this kid, is, he had taken, what, 250 significant strikes to the face. Why are you waiting until 27 seconds? Like, at he, least he said he didn't know the time. At least give the kid the satisfaction. Oh come on, everybody! I heard him yell out 30 seconds of finishing. That's not you him. Know? That's the, that's no, the no, ring no. guy. I heard, but you, yeah. you 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 hear that? Like, if the fighters can hear that, the ref can hear that. And he stops it with 27 seconds to go. Yes, was the kid out on his feet? Probably was, but you, to me, it almost robbed that kid of the dignity. Of being able to say, I went the whole three rounds. The distance, yeah. I went yeah. the distance with this guy. I took this fight on 11 days notice, and I got my ass beat, but I didn't fucking go down. Yep. I lost, but I didn't go down. But that fight made him a star immediately. 100%. I'm going to watch his next one. Oh, I'm, I mean, even if it's not a huge card, a huge headline, like anything short of like oh, Francis I'm watching. Ganu you or know something his like name that, like, exactly. I wanna, like I want to watch oh, him. I'm following like, this sure. kid. Like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm following I'll. I'm and following on be- Twitter, on Instagram. And it's not because Facebook, he's local. All the shit. And no. no that I, if this kid was from bumfuck Iowa, I don't give a shit. Like, I would still be following. This kid put on a show. Yeah. It just so happens he's also local. You know, he's from Milford. He lives 45 minutes up the road. 45 oh, minutes. maybe, he's whatever. He's from 45 minutes up the street. I mean, this kid, this dude's face was made of 
fucking concrete and iron. And he didn't give a fuck. I love this about it. This kid showed yeah. heart. Adrenaline's he showed, pumping. Fucking. But he, he just, he, dude, he had what it take. I don't know if he has physically what it'll take to be a champion. Doesn't matter. He has I don't the know heart. if he has the but skills, that weight class, but he has though, the heart. He and, definitely has the heart. And, and no one's ever going to tell you that that kid can't do it because he's not working hard enough or he's not trying hard enough. And he's working hard enough, training hard enough, doing 80 hours a fucking week at a paint store. This 75 grand that he got is going to buy him you know, a lot of time, money, tra- you know, with the money, the training, everything that he's going to need to maybe make that next step and actually be a, a significant well, the, the contender in the weight class. $75,000 that he got yeah. from this fight, he, he came out and said in an interview with TMZ, changing money. this is life-changing money to him. Imagine that. $75,000, they're like, hey, thanks for coming out 11 days notice, here's seventy five k, And he's like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I just made $300, $300, I just made $600 working like overtime, like 80 <laughs> right, hours. Right, like, right, right. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable I'm story. I'm happy for the kid. I'm, I'm stoked. Too. I'm Pumped. stoked for this kid. And, and I, on top of that, I kind of fucking hated that Sean O'Malley kid because that was the kid I said I could kick his fucking ass because weight class things with hunting and shit like that. Me and my boy Patterson. So, oh, whatever. Dude, dude that dude would probably <laughs> kill you. <laughs> well, He's dude. long as shit. I know. We would just fucking bullshit. Speaking, him, but speaking like of fighting so, Jack Skellington. He's <laughs> speaking, <laughs> of, uh, speaking of weight classes, why don't we take a listen to Brock Lesnar's insight on weight classes? Okay. Because Good. Brock Lesnar was. It. Go ahead. You, you prep. Okay, so this is from a few years ago. Brock Lesnar was at a WWE game announcement. So it was supposed to be a very PG type event. And Conor McGregor was brought up a few years ago. And he gets brought up again right now, too, because, listen, he broke his leg. He's going to have to come back, rehabilitate his image a little bit. He's lost his last few fights going back to the Mayweather boxing match. So he's still a popular name, but... Right. He's expected to lose now, everything he goes into. Yeah, but the So, ma- why not go into WWE, kind of rebuild yourself, get yourself out there more, get more excitement, kind of what Brock Lesnar did, and then go back to UFC? Because it's Brock Lesnar, WWE, UFC, WWE, UFC. And when he went back to UFC the second time, he went from, like, mid-card, top-card, when he was there, to immediately top of the card, because his right. name recognition was so much. Yeah, of course, he's going to get the most money. So, someone asked, and this was a, a, a regular PG layup, Hey, how would you feel about fighting Conor McGregor in a WWE ring? Brock Lesnar fighting Conor McGregor in a WWE ring. In <laughs> WWE, not UFC, WWE. Let's take a listen. If you had the opportunity, would you like to face Conor McGregor in a WWE ring? Man, I take shits bigger than that kid, all right? <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's get. I know you guys all play fucking video games and you live in this fucking false sense of reality and shit. I'm 290 pounds, all right? This guy's 145 pounds. That's if he's lucky and gets up and eats his fucking Wheaties, okay? All right, if Conor McGregor wants to say some shit to me and get his name out there more than he already has by, by dropping my name, I got fucking about 10 words for him. Come here face-to-face, Conor, all right, and say it to my face. Otherwise, leave me and the fucking WWE out of it because I came to your arena and kicked ass. Now, if you want, and if you're so fucking tough, come to our arena and try to kick some ass. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Paul. You were great. That was the best interview you ever conducted. (laughs) Paul Heyman is a fucking just absolute... National treasure. Gem. A gem of a fucking hype man. Um, I think, Brock, just to throw it in there, you're a much bigger man than I am, but that was more than ten words. (laughs) I have 10 words to say to Connor. Come here to my face and say it to my face and I'll kick your ass. It's like, 
you're, you're about like 15 to 20. Are you going to tell Brock Lesnar that? Absolutely not. No, me neither. I mean, listen, Brock Lesnar is about my size, about 20 pounds lighter than me, and about 50 times a better athlete and stronger. At 12 years old, he was carrying like, they said like 12 to 15 buckets of milk because he worked on a farm his whole life. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those crazy yeah. farm strength yeah. kids. Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know a kid like that, grew up with him. Him and his brother, they were both phenomenal fucking athletes. I mean, just tremendous athletes. And, uh, you know, I mean, Eli, great kid, great kid, very, like, soft-spoken. What a fucking monster in the weight room. You looked at him, he's very unassuming. Because you're you ca- look at him, you're like, oh, yeah, he's a big guy. You know, he's six foot four, six foot five, whatever he was. He, he, but he's carrying like things like, that are like 70, 80 pounds every time for long distances. You like, just get natural strength. You're like, how the hell is he squatting 600 for 10? You're like, what the fuck? He's like, I had to lift a cow sometimes. He yeah. goes, it's not know, easy. Like, you just do it. Yeah, know. you just pick it up. You you just, you just had to how do I make it. money. Yeah. It was, but it was unbelievable. But yeah, a great, great spot out of fucking Brock Lesnar there. And again, this is why weight classes exist, right? For, for we, sure. We, we have this conversation all the time. Oh, you need this? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Just break me off. So we have this conversation all the time about weight classes. Yes. Me any- and Joey actually got into a huge beef a long time ago about weight classes, and I'm just going to put it for the record. Do you have anything to mix it with? Yeah, it's already in there. Oh, okay. So, uh, so what, what's this beef? So Joey and I got into a huge beef that I said it doesn't matter how big you are, how strong you are, how fucking whatever you are, way back in the like we almost we almost came to blows. In we the almost bar came over to this. blows. Yeah, I Paul, had to walk, I had to walk home. Down, I had to walk down Rivet Street that night. Yeah, yeah. Paul walked home because Jesus, he, because yeah. he wouldn't get he wouldn't get in my car because we got into such a beef over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go for the record. This is what happens when you're like 21 and 23 and you're like you know you're drinking, out drinking, and you get yeah. into arguments over weight classes in sports. So I still have my like small percentage of yes. There is a small kid who's scrappy who I might be like 240, 50, 60 pounds, whatever the fuck my fat ass is. And a kid who's a buck 30 could fucking rock me and knock me the fuck out. Is there a chance? Yes. But in professional fighting and things like that with weight classes, I'm going to go for the record that, yeah, I was wrong. If I go in there and fight fucking Sean O'Malley, hunting dude, I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to fuck that kid up. Just saying. Just go, I don't just know, saying. man. The only way, see, here's. I, th- if, I think O'Malley would probably <laughs> but here's kill the you. If you. If you. height. And the. I don't know if Paul has a chin on him or not. I've never seen Paul really get punched in the face. I mean, I think I've tried to punch him in the face a few times, and I know I didn't connect well, but we were kids, so it didn't really count. Isn't Sean O'Malley like 6'4", though? I'm just going by straight, straight height. I don't know, but I'm just saying, if you've got a chin on you and you can get through that first initial shot, listen, like, that's, that's like, kind of like with me, like, right? I'm like a Brock Lesnar, right? I'm 6'3", 315, 320 pounds. You're a standing rectangle. If I get my hands on you, it's over. I've like started. I'm going to, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to the ground. I'm gonna park on top of you, and by the time you get done trying to wiggle out and move me, you're you're exhausted. You're, you're done. Man. I'm still positive to this day. I think this happened at like your bachelor party. I'm pretty positive. If I got like drunk enough and tried hard enough, I can German suplex Joey. It sounds ridiculous, but I think I can do it. The fuck's the difference between a German and a regular suplex? Regular suplex is like totally like scripted and bullshit. German suplex, I go behind you and I like lift you up and like drop you on your shoulders like overhead. So when you pick somebody up by the waist and you slam them behind you. Oh, that's my favorite move. Yeah, that's <laughs> really, yeah. I didn't know it was called a German suplex. I just well, here's your introduction <laughs> to your favorite move. It's a German yeah. suplex. Fucking oh. grab the guy by the waist, yeah. get get behind him somehow. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite fucking know. move. Yeah, they never see it coming. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> they never see it coming. You're it's a cheap German shot suplex. ass motherfucker. Yeah, I just I was like, oh, that's the best. You just that's what I'm saying though. I gripped that little 145 pound bastard by the waist. If I could get through his first couple punches, which might not happen, but that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that. 
Now, now, I'm not saying I'm getting through those first couple punches either. Right. But that motherfucker's going over I, if I, I, I get I've a hold been, of him. I've been punching the face a couple of times. And a couple of times, I don't really remember what happened next. You know, it just, I woke up, all of a sudden I can't, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm on the ground, but what, what the hell? Granted, I was in eighth grade at the time, whatever. Oh, but, I think I said you were downstairs and it was your wife. Uh, no, my wife almost ended my life the other day. We were playing cornhole, and she took the bag and she flung it into my balls. Oh, okay. I threw up in the living room. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I almost passed out when I, the doctor was wrenching out my balls. But I mean, that was bad. It was <laughs> different story. Yeah. I was like, it, it, she felt wicked bad immediately, like immediate regret and remorse. I went down. I almost, I threw up. Wow. It was bad. It was bad. Like I was going from taking a sip of my drink to all of a sudden I'm sucking grass in the backyard. Wow. It was it, bad. It just, it happens like that. It, it, like it'd be, it be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was sorry. She didn't do it on purpose, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Oh, yeah. By the way, Nick, uh, August 28th, that is oh, the yeah. Row 1 Seat 1 draft, August 28th. Now, uh, it's a Saturday, Paul. So Saturday, August 28th, we're doing the Row 1 Seat 1 draft. Nick, yeah. my wife has specifically told me. He's banned. You throw up in the bathroom again, <laughs> you, you will be castrated on site. Wait, Nick wow. threw up in the bathroom? Oh, you don't you didn't remember the story? No. Oh, he yeah, all of a sudden. He like, was I too, like, enraged about Andrew Luck retiring? No, no, no that, was, that wasn't even that draft. Oh, shit. This okay. is the row 1C1 draft. <laughs> oh, a, yeah. He took a little hammer in the bathroom started breaking tiles, walking All of a sudden, shit. yeah, all of a sudden, we're like, we're like, where the fuck has Nick been? And all of a sudden, Nick, Nick comes in. Nick comes in, he's like, all right, man, I got to go, man. My stomach's a little bit upset. I got to I gotta roll out one, like. Okay, I go into my my wife goes in the bathroom. She goes, all of a sudden I just hear, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like from outside, I'm like, "What the hell is she bitching about?" I, I go in the house. She goes, "Who the fuck threw up in our bathroom?" And I'm like, "Someone threw up in here." And she's like, "Now, if you knew my wife, my wife hates throw up. Like she hates throw up. I don't like it either. Loathes it. Like she would literally rather have one of her titties." Soaked in battery acid and then blown off with oh a 12 my gauge. Then see, throw up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm only slightly exaggerating. So she for doesn't effect. like it. She does saying. not like throw up. <laughs> she was like, "Who the fuck threw up in here?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm like, babe, I'm like, I have no idea." I'm like, "I didn't know anybody was sick." I'm like, "We we had a smoked prime rib, a nice spread outside. Like everybody brought food." This is like missed the complete toilet throw up. This was, I guess, he from. His account, he was walking into the bathroom, he was throwing up, and he put his hand over his mouth, and it, oh, it, and it just went <laughs> everywhere, and then he got, and then he got into the, and then it got into the toilet, um, which was actually the second time last year that somebody had thrown up in my bathroom, because Jordan threw up in my bathroom, too, one of my buddies from work, uh, because I gave him some hot sauce on a chicken wing, and they thought they were real tough, and they were like, yeah, give me the hottest sauce you got, and I'm like, Why? Would you want to do that? Yeah, I can sounds, hack it. Sounds like an awful Was I doing that day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. Yeah, he peered. Yeah, yeah, and then the range chugged yeah. the milk and then threw up through my screen door. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I wasn't book. I must have left. I think I had. I think you guys stayed longer than I did. Probably. I, I probably. had to have left already. But, uh, <laughs> I don't remember any of that shit. But, yeah, so, so Nick threw up all over my bathroom last year. So this year, Nick, just so you know, if you puke again in my bathroom, listen, man, I – I can't be held responsible for what my wife is going to do to you. She told me. So in Nick's defense, 
he did offer to replace the shower curtain, the rugs, everything he threw up on. He's like, I'll reimburse you for everything. Just let me know what the yeah, bill Nick is. Yeah, Nick saw it, dude. And yeah. I said, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, it's fine, dude. It like, seriously, come it's on. It's good. a party, dude. Like, shit happens. And then... 17-year-old soda. And then, and then my wife, when I told her, I told her, she's like, well... She's like, "Where's the fucking money for our shower curtain?" I'm like, "I'm like, I told him, I go, I was like, I told him it was all set." She goes, "I didn't fucking tell him it was all set. Fuck that shit. Like I want my fucking result. I want my shit fucking replaced." Like and, work. It's- and I'm like, "Babe, babe, it's cool. Don't worry. I got this. I got this." And she was, she was irate. It was hysterical, absolutely hysterical. And I she had still, no idea. But she still holds it. She still holds it against Nick to this day. And she's actually looking forward to the draft again to bust Nick's balls about it if she's gonna be here. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if she is. Maybe she what is. What day is it on? The 28th. Oh, no. August 28th. Sunday? So it's a Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday, August 28th. Are our wives going away or something that weekend? No, no. That's the 14th. They're going to Boston the 14th. Is it the 14th? Yes. Oh, I was like, oh, right, well, I'm At out. least that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, right. So, no, that's enough leeway. To, uh, enough time. Ahead yeah, to no, get. so it's two, weeks after, it's two weeks after that. But the good news is, and this is an open invite to everybody who is at the draft, uh, that night is the NASCAR season, regular season finale at Daytona. Ooh. Daytona under the lights. So the draft will be around like noon, one, whatever. And anybody who wants to stick around, hang out, watch the race that night, you're more than welcome. Yeah, if I got Sunday off, I'm game. So. Yeah. Uh, that being said, what were you saying? Oh, we were talking about UFC. Weight, UFC weight classes. Back to that, yes. Right. So, yes. Anyhow, Brock Lesnar. Again, this is why weight classes exist, right? Like, guys, yeah. look. I'm not saying that there's not a 145-pound dude out there that couldn't run me off the mat. I'm not, I'm not saying that. That is 100% possible. I slip up one fucking time, and that dude gets me in a rear naked choke. I don't care how big you are. I mean, granted, I've, I've peeled arms off of my throat before, and <laughs> you know, then guys will be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, mm, yeah, now you're sorry. Yeah, once Good you old realize, knuckleheads. Once you, realize, once you realize that didn't fucking work. Um, but nonetheless... This kid, Nick Catino, um, Matino, sorry, oh, R.I.P. Uh, Damn. It's been like two, three years already. Four. Jesus. It's four? I was in Fairhaven still. Jesus Christ. Damn. Um, but anyway, uh, this Matino kid from Milford, man, I'm looking forward to watching his career. Yeah, absolutely. Every single step of the way, and I'm rooting as hard for him, maybe as I've ever rooted for any fighter. That being said, Conor McGregor. Where does Conor go from here? Because I'm going to say this about Conor. I love Conor. I'm going right? to go last. I love Connor. I'm Connor a huge, is, without huge. a doubt, the only reason I, I watch the. I don't watch anything UFC unless Connor's in it right now. I feel like Connor got done dirty. Like he got, he, he got the short end of the stick because was he winning the fight against Poirier at that point? No, he lost round one, but he'd gotten back to his feet where he was comfortable. And all of a sudden, he just his ankle just folds underneath him. Yeah, he now, kicked him. That did, one kick, it snapped Poirier, right on that kick. But did Poirier really win that fight? Or? No, no. I don't. I agree. I don't think Poirier really won that fight. No, Poirier didn't win. I think McGregor lost. That that's uh, like you know old saying or whatever. But like you know, McGregor, it doesn't take much. I mean, and we all know these guys are professionals. They know how to kick. They know their form. They know what they're doing. Shit happens. You know what I mean? I don't think McGregor's like old and decrepit and, oh, he kicked Poirier and his fucking leg blew out on him. No, that's not the case. He just hit him the right way at the right, you know, with the right force and it fucking broke. It shit happens. I don't think McGregor's out of his game. Did you see the way he stepped, though? Like, he stepped so awkwardly. And his, his, 
ankle did like a fucking like loop de loop around right. itself. It looked like when he kicked Poria, his leg broke higher than when he stepped and where it snapped, yes. which is fucking weird. So to he me. was going yeah. to put his leg back to like brace himself to like kind of lunge forward. Yeah, and that's that's what it he was describing. Folded. Right. And what they said after the fight, or his doctor said, and what McGregor said after as well. He said he said likely more often than not with tons of fighters, Anderson Silva's. There's a list of guys who all have the same type of injury. Right. You have you develop tons of micro fractures in your shin right and then at any point one of those can just one of those just says i'm done i'm out yeah it's and so that, easy. that's the end of it <laughs> right. so he likely when dustin after the fight said oh he broke it on a check of one of, my, one of his kicks he was probably telling the truth like you yeah i've checked it i felt his leg be a little indifferent on me well he pointed yeah and then he, he goes, pointed right at it. He goes, eh, like, you just like, fucking broke that and then shit. You noticed, he knew. And then, you know, I think Connor lied because I think Connor, Connor knew it because he stopped doing the kicks. Immediately after that kick, he was like, I'm all done kicking. And then right. he didn't go back to any kicks after that. Right. right. Um, so I think that was the big thing. But for me, I've thought about this because I'm a Connor fan. I, I, I love his – I think everything he does is a shtick. It's all part of it. Like his, your wife's in me DMs. Your wife's in me DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew exactly why his wife was in the DMs. It was because he backed out of their, their like charitable foundation tournament at the last moment. He never opened up the message. The wife actually put it out there saying like, yeah, this is the DM. I DM'd him saying, why were you such a dickhead and like backed out at the last minute. Right, right. right. But he never opened it. And he was like, your wife's a hoe. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he, does it to, he does it to be a showman. Like he doesn't – like the, like the Khabib stuff. Too, he was like, "Your hot, your family's poor, your religion sucks." Like, right, right. after the fight, he's like, "He's one of the best fighters of all time." He just, he's a showman. He does that yeah, shit. Try to get in your head. Exactly. That's hundred percent. He's right. He's a competitor, and he's but above all, he's a showman. Now, right. And I think that's where people lose sight of what Connor is doing. And I think for the UFC going forward, they need more people like Connor McGregor. They than they if he's than they gone, don't. Yeah. Because once Connor's gone, outside of this Mutino kid, I don't know who else I'm gonna. Follow. You got that fat guy that beat Greg Hardy in like forty-five seconds. I don't give a shit. I, mean, I never took Greg Hardy, Hardy seriously. Neither anyway. did I. But like he's Greg no, Hardy. He's an ex-professional athlete. He thought he could throw hands. He got in the ring with somebody who was his size, his weight. He has a personality though. That's that's what I like about the kid. He has uh, honestly, a personality. I I I've I've seen zero Greg Hardy. I don't oh, know. No 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 no. Not Greg Hardy. Oh the, the other kid, the kid. The kid has personality. Sorry. Like, all right, all right, I see what you're saying. And uh, Derek Lewis. Love yo, Derek. My balls Derek Lewis. Yo. My, I took off my pants because my balls oh, were sweating. Yeah, yeah, Derek kid, Lewis is the man. And like I said before, like if you, I mean, I don't know how much of like a personality or like a Conor McGregor type, which he's not, but a new like like this big motherfucker Francis Ngannou. Oh if, yeah. If he's fighting, holy you shit, you have to fucking watch that dude. He is he's, a fucking monster. He's a dude. mutant. He is. He's crazy. I, 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 don't, I don't think he feels pain. No, and he's dude, like he's fucking huge. I'm like, how do human beings get that? I don't large? know. I think he has less than three percent body fat. It feels yeah, like. he's like what, like six out, like fucking almost like two nine. Like oh my three, god, like he's full, whatever the fuck. I don't know so, about that big, but he's fucking huge. So big for boy. me, I think Connor should do this route. I think he should stop fighting Ultimate Fighting. Honestly, get out why? of the UFC. Here's the reason why. Great question. You, it's been shown you can make more money. The Logan Paul route, the Jake Paul route. But he's not a boxer, though. He a hundred percent is more of a boxer than he is an Ultimate Fighter dude, at this point. If Connor gets he in the if Connor gets in the ring with Manny Pacquiao, oh, tomorrow, if you're talking about making fucking hell of money, to yeah, do a, but to do an exhibition match, that's what you're talking about, though. He's gonna make he's gonna make fifty million right I'm, there. I thought you guys were talking about what's Connor McGregor gonna do right now yes. to come back as a fighter. Oh yes. yeah, fighter. No, no well, come back. Where does he stand right yeah, now? I think as a fighter, I think is honestly, and Segway. I hate he's not it, done. I think his Segway. UFC career is over. I don't Segway. think so. Uh, he should use this to segue. He should say, you know what? 
fuck this. You know how now, he this is. is what, this is what, three, now three straight losses for Connor? Uh, Poirier, uh, Poirier twice in Khabib? In Khabib, yeah. Because he beat Cerrone before that, and that was like, all right, Cerrone's fucking... But I don't even I don't count, count the, Mayweather. the Mayweather one. I don't. You shouldn't, because it wasn't sanctioned, but still. And it's a boxing match. Like I said, like... It was Connor getting out of his element. It was Connor doing, doing was what fun. Floyd was good at. Yeah. Right. right. Tell me somebody without the name Connor McGregor who's just going to be like, I'm fighting Mayweather, and he's like, you got it, kid. I, I think, Never. Honestly, you know I, think, I, mean? I think Connor should just walk away from the UFC. Yes, 100% agree. Because honestly, and, and Paul, we've seen this repeated, this pattern, right? And what do I always say about the UFC. I love the idea of the UFC, but every single time that there's a guy that I love that I can get behind and root for, they lose and that's it. Yep. They lose one round, like one match and it's over and then you're they're never they're never heard from again. That's where I think Connor is right now. I think Connor's career it peaked and now it's on the downslope and now I think it's time for him to pull out and go do something else that he can still make money doing. He could go fight Floyd Mayweather again in a rematch and make another fifty million fucking go dollars. Go fight one of the Pauls. And or yeah, go fight fucking that would Logan be or massive. Jake Paul, dude. Oh, man. I just think that shit's so fucking gimmicky. Like when it you is. stoop to that level, but like it makes so much money. But it's Paul, the sad but part. we no. want, but we as consumers will consume it. And I'll pay sixty bucks, but I want to watch two fighters fight. I don't want to watch oh, two McGregor dumbasses. He can punch. I get that, but I want to watch tell, them at I'm their best. You, I'm element. telling you like, right now. Jake, one of the Paul brothers, whatever Paul brother versus they, Conor McGregor, they offered him would, would, ten would, million dollars. Would beat out Fury versus Wilder. Oh, in uh, ratings? Wait, Fury of versus course, Wilder yeah. is this weekend, isn't it? No, no, I think, I think it's, it's September. I think it's no, September. it's July. Is Ooh, it? Find that out because I better be the fuck off. I for think that it's. One. I think it's the Saturday. It Saturday. Oh, I'm off. Please let it be. <laughs> dude, I love the fucking Fury. I love fucking Fury, well, dude. He's I, the is, man, is, bro. Is Deontay gonna come to the ring wearing seventy five pounds? Yeah, July twenty fourth. Yes, I oh, get it. Oh no, that's not uh, this weekend. Next weekend. It's next weekend. Oh, I still get. No, oh. I fucking don't. I'm working that night, so I, I won't be. He switched here. me. Oh well, guess what? I got another P day or a. Hey, man, we'll but, figure but that listen. Out. But oh wait, I get out of fuck, fucking day shift. You three. Bitch. I'm a dumbass. Listen, yeah, all right, never mind. You're <laughs> your fucking days off, you quit. Before Five. before Saturday's fight, on all the betting sites, everyone heavily favored Dustin Poirier as the favorite. McGregor right. goes into all his fights now as a huge underdog. underdog yeah. Not even a little underdog, a huge underdog. Everyone says, if you can withstand the first round with Conor McGregor, that's it. It's all over. Because if you get to the second round, you submit him, he has no stamina, it's over. He has yeah. no stamina anymore. That's yeah. the thing. And, he, and with the with the, la- with the two Poria fights, it was more like if McGregor can last the first fucking round. Yes, you know exactly what I mean? What and I'm like, man, what happened to this guy? Like... He used to be so explosive and like everything, like like his fighting he's, ability, and now he just—he's old for a fighter. He's on his back more than he's getting. I want to see him come back one more time. If he loses, fuck it, see you later. Here's the thing. I want to see him try and fight somebody if who? who's respected. Who? I don't know. We'll figure that out. Dustin Poirier four. Ap- no. I don't want to see that shit again. No, after we rehab, uh, just no. Check that. Uh, Fury versus Wilder three will be postponed to. To September or beyond. Why? Uh, because the Gypsy King may have tested positive for COVID. Oh, bloody hell. Who gives a fuck? Well, the, the boxing committee does. Jesus Christ. But listen, um, who are you going to do? Nate Diaz 3? The rubber match? I'd but then, love but to that's, see but, Nate but Diaz would I'm fucking just saying, mop him at this I, point. I'm just saying, Fury, Fury, versus, oh, Fury, Fury versus Wilder is going to be it. That's the biggest botching match, without a doubt, of the year. It's not even close. Of the last two years. Since the last time they fought yes. in 2020. Oh, what, the last Fury No, it was Wilder 2019, fight? wasn't it? 2020. 18 was the first one. 
When 20... did they fight in 2020? Was it January or February? Because there were still crowds. I think it was 19, dude, because I was I off. Think it was I, was, I was at Buster's, dude. I was at Buster's for that fight. I didn't have a job. That's why I got to watch it because I was unemployed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is fucking sweet. February, February of 2020, so it was before. Yeah, because there was still crowds. Because I was like, there was definitely crowds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, then definitely. Maybe it was definitely. the first one I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I really think Connor should – I think this should be his out of getting out of UFC and just be like, listen, I'm a boxer now. That's where I'm going to make my money. He would actually rejuvenate a little bit of the sport of boxing a little bit because when he had the Mayweather fight, people were all over it. Um, I think that's a real chance for him to actually make some more money. If you, is it, you know I think what, UFC's though, if over. you want to fucking go and make like the big money fights, whatever happened to fucking um, I can't remember the names. I'm gonna get fucking ripped for this, but fucking Mike Tyson's fucking um league that he started there. Well, no, it's like uh, some a bunch of rappers started that kind of thing. Or whatever the fuck that thing was. Yeah, remember it's like that fight night or some shit like nah, that. No, it was something where they get like a bunch of like old classic guy or whatever the hell. Yeah, they, they still they do get. that. But that's what they should do is like if you want to go fucking fight like make headlines and, and do stupid fucking fights like that. You know, you want to fight fucking Justin Bieber one fucking day or whatever you fucking Right, names. right. It was like, not like celebrity boxing, but it, it was like celebrity boxing. It pretty almost. much was, yeah. And I'm like, all right, go do it on that. But like, you want to like... million dollars. But, right. But that's my point. It's like, you yeah. can make money doing it on that platform. Don't fucking disgrace the UFC and, and the Boxing Federation and all that shit by bringing up these bullshit fights just to make fucking money where real men who have trained and spent their lives on trying to become professional boxers and just tarnish that whole like title of what it is. That's my that's my take on it. You know what I mean? Like you want to do these exhibitions and this money making shit, do it on a different platform. Don't do it on yeah. what you say in which like is, these legitimate fighting. Which is what which, which I said that's exactly what he should do. I think he should go fight one of the Paul brothers to be honest with you. Yeah. Because everyone would be like, oh my God, everyone hates the Paul so much. Like people right. cheered for Mayweather to break that kid's face. And Mayweather is like a notorious like women beater, like can't can't read a book. He can't right. read a Dr. Seuss book. No shit. He won't talk he yeah. won't talk to fifty, 50 cent. 50, yeah, didn't yeah. fifty cent tell him like I'll give you a hundred grand if you can read Harry Potter without stuttering. No, 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 Dr. Seuss. No, it was a Dr. Seuss book, no, wasn't it? Oh, no, I thought it was, it was that one. He probably, right. he probably offered him that too, because it was a ha- one page yeah, for a Harry yeah. Potter book. Right. No, I mean I'm down for the money making like fights and stuff like that, and like the the oh shit, let's watch this like whatever you know what I mean. Right, like, it was like it was like McGregor Mayweather. Like, but I don't want to see Mayweather was gonna win. You oh, were basically tuning not in. Me. Just, I was hoping. Right, I you was were hoping they won. Conor McGregor. You were tuning in, in the off chance that Conor landed one flush. That's all you need. And you know, and made a and made a story out of it. That was it. You you knew. Mayweather was going to win that fight. If it went the distance, Mayweather was winning. No one's beaten Mayweather ever. Not um, professional boxers haven't beaten Mayweather, does, let alone this guy who just kind of boxes as, as like a side thing. Does Paul know my, my number one all-time fantasy boxing match? No. Mike Tyson versus the gorilla? Yes. Mike Tyson versus who? A gorilla. Oh, I'll put my money on Mike Tyson. <laughs> God damn listen, it, Paul. Listen, you know, you just, you've you heard just, this real story, you right? Open, you just opened this goddamn fucking can of worms. Listen, you've like, heard this ah, real story, right? No. In, in Mike Tyson's prime, <laughs> in Mike Tyson's prime, like it was like 94, he went to a San Diego zoo. Yeah. He had his whole crew with him. God fucking damn And they, it. listen, it'll be really quick. He had the VIP access tour, and he went to like the gorilla enclosure, and the gorilla disrespected Mike Tyson by turning his back to him and Mike Tyson's like you let me in that cage for $10,000 I'll knock out that gorilla right now <laughs> offered the zoo handler 10000 in cash to go fight the gorilla one on one I know Keith here we go with the gorilla again did he take it? the gorilla the guy was like <laughs> no kidding, but I know but like <laughs> but it ruined 
a potential matchup that I've all dreamt about ever since of saying like <laughs> I want to see this a silverback gorilla or yes. something. No, dude. I mean, they can like supposedly bench like sixteen hundred. But listen, pounds. yes, but, he, but Paul. If, <laughs> yeah, but Paul, Mike Tyson can probably if punch. He, like, if he goes in there and the girl is the girl is like, "You're gonna give me some food," and he's like, "No, bitch," and he throws him a punch and knocks out the girl, I'm be like, "Oh my god, it happened." What do you think the girl would do? Would he like give him like the palm like respect? Dude. No, I think it would no. do that. It would do that like awkward like runaway thing that they do, like yeah. that gif, like like oh, oh when he gets up this and runs away. Me when it, me when I'm like me. yeah, me when I'm naked and I get out of the shower in the middle of the winter and I'm trying to run to my room it's like <laughs> the gorilla, like all stiff arm running away. Like. But yeah, so I don't want to side. Uh, I don't want to derail the conversation too much. Boxing matchup, yeah. I mean that's Sean's dream boxing matchup. Yes, Mike Tyson versus the gorilla. Prime, but like prime, prime like Mike Tyson. And yeah, prime like Marilla. nineteen, dream- like like nineteen eighty eight pre rape charge Mike Tyson, right, right. versus Silver. Oh, I take ninety three Mike Tyson or ninety four Mike Tyson still. I would love prime. I, I would love to be like ringside for you realize, like, Lennox a chim- Lewis. A chimpanzee can literally like rip a human's arms out of its I'm sockets. I'm paying right? to watch a fight. I don't care if he dies. <laughs> well, I don't want an orangutan can. Those things are strong. Oh yeah. So what was your fight? Yeah. I if I could like my dream fight, I would go back in time. I'd go watch Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson. That would be fucking sick. That you be- saw Lennox Lewis, right? Well, you mean uh, pre like prime Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson yeah, versus yeah, Lennox yeah, Lewis? Yeah. I think if if we go in, if we say we got like, well, like a time Boyd machine, Jones Jr. say we have a time machine and we can just fucking put anybody in any era, I would love to see Ali versus Tyson. Mm-mm. I would. Because- I want I want prime Foreman versus Tyson. No, I want prime Ali versus prime Tyson because I feel like t- Ali. Was the one dude that could actually take gas his like he he could not only take what Tyson was chucking at him, but I feel like he could outsmart Tyson. He's got the cerebral aspect. I knew you were that, going with yeah, that. Yeah, like he's I, got I thought that. so too when you were saying it. I'm like, yeah, I agree. That's that's where I would go with it because Ali Tyson, I think, would just be this. To me, those are the two greatest boxers I've ever seen. Right. I know Mayweather's record speaks for itself. I know Pacquiao was great. I know, you know, Sugar Shane and, and uh, you know, the Hagler Hearns, like all those guys. Like, they were all great. No disrespect to those guys. But I'm talking prime Mike Tyson versus prime Muhammad Ali, dude. Let's fucking go. Prime. Everybody loves a heavyweight. Prime gorilla. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, like, the featherweight, like, whatever. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, big card, like, whatever. Like, who's fighting? Like, oh, feather, like, whatever the fuck. Lightweight, who cares? I'm like, what's the fucking heavyweight fight? I want to watch, like, the Roy Jones. Well, that's why, like, you know Wilder I mean? Fury is going to make is gonna make a boatload I of money. because people fucking heavyweight. And that's the thing that I, I forget. I think it was uh, Evander Holyfield who said, you know, they asked him, like, well, wh- uh, this is probably, like, five, six, seven years ago now. Interviewed him. They said, what do you think? Why do you think boxing is, like, it's not where, like, UFC is in terms of like people being excited about it and where it is. And he goes, the heavyweight division is non-existent. Yeah, that's it. He's like every yeah. He's like when the two biggest stars you have are Mayweather and Pacquiao, and and they've been ducking each other for a decade. He's like yeah. He's like that's not no, good for the still sport. Never saw that. We, yeah, we, we did. finally did, and Mayweather uh, yeah, won. But, right, but it yeah. wasn't until not like it was at least seen. five years after we should have seen it. At least five years I too it was late. Longer than that. No, I no, thought no, it was, was like, ah, oh, we're just gonna do it to shut everybody up and like, fuck it. That's I, no, I they were remember. they were at the they were at the end of their primes, but it wasn't. They weren't in their like primes. The, they were playing games from Mad Long. Well, because Pacquiao was, you know, he was too busy. His, to, their demands, yeah, the were demand, back and well, forth. It was, it was like the negotiations, but that's yeah. the promoters ruined boxing. And that's and ask any real boxing fan, they'll tell you that guys like Don King came in, they ruined the sport. 
Right. Sure. And it's just because now guys, like, they pick and choose who and when they want to fight and where and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's bullshit. But nonetheless, it was definitely, it was at least five years later than what we should have gotten it because that was, what, 2014 or 15? 2015. Yeah, you got married. 2015. Yep. So it was the spring of 2015. Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I think, I think the night of your bachelor party was uh, the fight. No, 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 no. You no, sure? Nope. Yep. Because I remember I was at Timmy, because I watched it at Timmy's house. Well, yeah, on Cypress Drive, I, I watched up. it at Timmy's house. It was in the spring because was, I remember I had to work the fight. next. I had to work the next morning, and I, which is weird because I never work Sundays. And the next morning was Talladega. Ah, the okay. next day was Dega, so it was May. It was May of 2015. Um, but nonetheless, anyhow, all right, let's get off. Uh, let's get off to fight the combat sports for now. You want to chime in about Connor and Poirier and uh, what you know? Fury, Fury Wilder, Wilder, boxing, whatever. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Uh, we're gonna jump into a little bit. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's start off with a, let's start off with a little bit of drama at ESPN. Okay. Uh, because this will lead us into the home run derby. Well, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's start with the home run derby. Last night was awesome. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Last night's home run derby was fucking awesome. I missed it and I'm pissed. I had so much fun watching that. I yeah, was, was nuts. Actually, I turned it on because of Joey. Joey was like, "You gotta watch this," and I was like, "Ah." Uh, I was so okay. pissed when I found out yesterday I was doing a double and I had to fucking work and the fucking home run derby was on. I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "These are the one things I always catch on my days off that are like random that I don't plan and I get to fucking watch them and I didn't." And I was it was pissed about it. Absolutely fucking unbelievable. It was so much fun. Pete Alonso won it from the Mets. And the one thing I want to say, obviously, Alonzo won at the Polar Bear. He takes it down, back-to-back, home run derby champ. He says, comes out, he feels like he is the best long ball hitter in the game. Have you seen how much money he makes? What was his longest? Like $1.7 million? No, he makes 675000 Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. This year? This yeah. year. So, makes- like, split that between a... Buck whatever fucking games they play. Do you know how much money that man is going to make when he signs his next He's going to make like $40 million a year, they said. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane. Wow. What was and his longest home run last night? Like five four ninety eight. I thought it was like 505. It might have been. It might have been. 505? Really? Isn't that more? Uh, 504 was. No. Uh, no. I'll double check. I saw like on. a couple. Um, I saw a couple records or something like that, and like five hundred four, like was like one of the top ones. Was was the highest? And then I'm was, pretty sure someone had five hundred five last night. That's a fucking bomb, dude. Dude, Alonzo at That's one point he was bomb. in a groove. He hit like seven home runs in a row, and they weren't. They were five hundred fourteen like, feet. Damn it! I was, fucking Christ! I was really? I was off by nine. So he hit. Wow. He hit. So in order, Pete Alonzo the longest of five fourteen. Otani five thirteen. Alonzo five twelve. Alonzo five oh nine. Alonzo five oh eight. Otani five oh seven. Juan Soto five oh six. Otani five oh five. And to be fair, if you watched Otani, it never looked like he got a hold of any of those. Ba- he looked so uncomfortable last night. He did. He really? looked yeah. wicked uncomfortable. Well, I, like I said, I saw that little playoff there between like Soto and fucking Otani, which didn't take long because Soto, Soto just, just belted three. As soon as, as, right soon as, as soon as Soto didn't miss one, I was like, yeah, that's it's fucking over. it. Yep. Because uh, Otani wasn't in a groove. Yeah. He got in a groove, but you knew if it came down to it, like he wasn't. He wasn't right, there. Right. Otani was. Listen, this home run derby. And this is what separates – somebody asked me today uh, while we were at lunch, they, they asked me, what, would, what do you prefer, the home run derby or the dunk contest? And I said, the home run oh, derby all home day. home run derby. Dunk contest is trash. I said – You're well, going to jump over a car, bro? Yeah, well, that's cool. – and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm like, I don't even know half the guys that are in – like, when I see the, the lineup for the dunk contest, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? 
from the Sonic, man. Next. I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I, I like, I've never even seen this guy play basketball. Right. And now I'm supposed to come out here and get gas to watch him dunk a ball. Like, no. I'm like, fuck that. MLB for all of its faults and all of its terrible marketing maneuvers and all of its shitty, like just ways of getting their game out there and in front of people. The home run derby is the only thing that fucking makes sense. I love the home run derby. Because you, you've got the biggest stars, the biggest sluggers. You had Otani, Alonzo, Soto, Mancini. You had all these guys last night. These big mashers. That were just, just they, dude, chicks take the long ball. Yep. Like, no, it's, it's like going to fucking see, like, who can throw a football the longest, right. and they leave Rex Grossman on the sidelines. You're like, nope. I, I, I don't, nope, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. It feels like every year that the Home Run Derby comes out, there's always this, like, list of just, like, absolute fucking, like, bombers. You know what I mean? Like, you go, like, in the years past with, like, the Pujols and, like, the Prince Fielders and, like, all these dudes, like, they, it's like it's such a spectacle. You know what I mean? Like even like the ha- like Hamilton that year when he fucking oh Josh Hamilton when he, jo- when he just came off a of heroin and was like fuck this fucking well, rock. I don't think he was, he was right with off the Ram- when he was with the no, Rangers. No, but I'm yeah. just saying like you know he well because he that was in and know. that was in Texas too, right? That was in his yeah, home stadium. Was in Texas. Yeah, that was electric. What a fucking show. That was you the night. Mean? Remember that was the night we fucked up my Xbox. Remember. We were changing around the downstairs. We were changing up the living room. Oh, and you and, picked it up while it was on. And no, no, no. I remember I bumped into that, that, that rickety little, like, red <laughs> oval-shaped table that the Xbox was standing straight up and down on, and I just dinked it with my fat ass and just went, tink, 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 boom, red ring of death. And we were like, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. First and then we sprinted sticky. to Best Buy, got the Xbox, and we exchanged it. Remember the, And then they gave us the gift card on top of that? Oh, yeah, I do remember we, that. We traded in the gift card. We traded it. We, we, we took the Xbox under warranty back to Best Buy. They gave us a brand new fucking Xbox and a fifty dollar gift card because the price of the Xbox had come down since we bought it. Right? Yeah, I remember and we were that. Like, Wait, did I just cash in my old shitty Xbox for a new one and fifty a broken bucks? Broken one? Yeah. We're yeah like this yeah. is fucking sweet. And then we went home and watched the because remember we were trying to get it all done in a hurry. Yeah. Because of the home run derby and that yep. was a Josh Hamilton year. Yeah. That sorry. Was Side story, sick. but you know whatever. Fuck you. But that's what I'm saying. Like you know that fucking I love the home. I'm, I, I was so pissed last night when I realized in where I was I couldn't go watch it. I didn't really feel like it anyway because I was like ah fuck that. It's kind of like whatever. Like it's a home run derby, but it's still it was. Unbelievable, though. In Coors Field, watching those balls fly out of that stadium, dude. I mean, you're talking 500 and fucking five. How many home runs were over 500 feet? Dude, how, many home runs did, how many home runs did Pete Alonzo hit total? It was over uh, 60. 60-something, I think. Oh, oh, I thought you said it was 40-something. 60? 60-something. Dude, he had 28, uh, he 28 hit in the final round. 30, he hit 35, 16, and 23. So 23, 16 My is God. 39 plus 35. So 40 and 40 would be 80 minus 674. That's unbelievable. That's insane. My math right there? I don't care. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Otani was uh, – the, the, the worst part was Otani didn't, didn't get to the, the, the final the round. Final. I know. We thought we were going to see Otani – you know, we, we thought we were going to see the Japanese Babe Ruth versus the polar bear. And the finals in it ended up being uh, Alonzo over Mancini – and Alonzo beat him by one. Mancini hit 22 bombs. But now, and Mancini was a guy that was diagnosed with colon cancer not that long ago and battled it, beat it, was, you know, forget if he was ever going to play baseball again. This guy live. didn't even know he was going to live. Wow. And then he gets to the final round of the home run. It was, honestly, last night was the most, I was sitting there yelling at the TV. for the, That's the, the only time that a football game hasn't been on that I've been yelling at my TV like, 
oh shit like damn I'm so pissed I missed it dude it was uh, fucking awesome the yeah. home run derby was so much goddamn fun last night I had a fucking blast I'm pretty sure Pete Alonso like if if you didn't watch baseball and you watched the home run derby you'd be like Pete Alonso must have maybe 147 home runs this year like the the, <laughs> the way he swings the bat and the yeah, way yeah, the ball yeah. explodes off what's of his he, bat what's he have on the season Alonzo, I, no uh, I think Probably he's trailing like Otani. Yeah, because Otani's got the most, right? So like yeah, 33 or two. But dude, or if you ask yeah. like a regular person who never watches baseball and you say, oh, like, oh he must have like 100 okay. home runs in a year. Because well, that pitch is going like 30 miles an hour. So, yeah. And it's like not even from, it's not even from the <laughs> yeah, I know. thing. But they, first of all, whoever was throwing to Otani, dicked him. Because everything was like low. And Otani was like really? golf well, swinging everything. Well, don't they get to pick their own? Like, nah. they pick, like, well, according to Stephen A., he doesn't speak English, so too bad. He doesn't get the pick. Yeah, who gives a shit, right? I always thought, because I remember, like, when Josh Hamilton did it, he grabbed, like, his, like, high school coach or, like, his college coach who, like, was, like, a mentor to him. Well, dude, whoever whoever Pete Alonso picked, he picked, like, this old dude who threw, like, Daisuke Matsuzaka. He held the pitch, like, up here, and then he was like, yeet! And he would throw the ball, and Alonzo was just crushing it. But then oh, one time, Alonzo's actually way, kind of way down. He's only at 17 on the season Alon- right now. And the guy, He's 31 in the league. The guy drilled Alonzo twice with the balls by accident. Really? Yeah. So right now, you're, you're, right now, your your top five is Ronald Acuna and Joey Gallo are tied at 24. Uh, Kyle Schwarber at 25. Tatis at uh, and and Glad, uh, Vlad Jr. at 28, like and then Otani Tatis. at 33. I like Tatis. Tat- Everyone even, likes Tatis. Even my dad was like, hey, he's like, my, my father, hey, who's that guy? Uh, I don't know what team he plays for. The guy, the guy with the hair. Tatis. And I'm like, Fernando Tatis? He goes, yeah, I think that's it. That's fun. Yeah, he goes, he's fun. He goes, that guy's fucking cool, man. Yeah, he's yeah, fun. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he goes, I don't, even, I don't even have the volume on. I'm just watching baseball. And this guy's, I'm like watching this guy. I'm like, this guy's fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I and like I'm him. like, yeah, that guy's fucking awesome. I'm like, that guy is absolutely a fucking gem. Uh, but no, the, the the crazy thing is, like you said, like you, you people don't know, and it comes back to Major League Baseball just doing a piss poor job marketing these players. It's Manfred. I mean, think about it, guys. We are watching Otani, the greatest talent we've ever seen. See, in our lives, twenty five, twenty six. This man goes out and pitches every fifth day. And then still, and is leading the league in home runs. Yeah, it's insane. But, you know. J.J. Watt's fucking tweet was pretty cool about him, too. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not see it. No, he said said something about how, like, you'll never see anybody, like, dominate on the mound and and, and in the box. You really won't. No, it's impossible. Yeah. I forget. He said that he deserves the MVP. Like, people people aren't raised like that anymore. No, I know. I'm trying to look up his pitching stats. They're not even showing. Uh, I don't know if he's, like, that. From what I understand, like I don't think he's that crazy on the mound, but like is hitting. No, he's like, still very good. Right, he's like he's he's like straight down the fucking middle of the two hardest things to do. Yeah. He's you not, know hit he's, and his, pitch. his pitching isn't great. I think his ERA is just over like three point five. Take yeah. that. That's like that's like two or yeah. three. But when you're starter. talking about listen, if the home run leader in the league can go out and give you seven solid innings or six solid innings and only give up three point five runs a game. Um, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, we haven't seen this since Babe Ruth, ladies and gentlemen. This is unprecedented. We have never seen this in our lifetimes. There are very few people on earth, if any, that have seen what Shohei Otani is doing. Yep. This is the greatest baseball player we have ever fucking seen. And that cannot be, uh, that, that cannot be overstated. 
Um, the Red Sox and Yankees both did bid to overpay him, and he chose to go with L.A., though. Huh. Where's he from? Japan. I mean, like, did he, like, live in the United States beforehand? No. Does he have, no, he's straight, just, like, straight, straight from the fucking yeah. boat? Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> he was like, play, I mean, he played I, in Japan. He yeah, got on a boat, you know and he was like, like, I got on a boat in Hiroshima, and I come to <laughs> L.A. Jeez. I mean, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm saying, like, yeah, I didn't know if he, like, maybe, like, was, like, partial to okay. California or something. Do you I remember mean, the Dice K situation? You had to bid on his services type of shit? Yes. Well, they no, had to, And the Red Sox had to pay, like, $50 million just to talk to him. It was, they paid $51,111,101, because all the ones ended up being, like, good luck in Japanese and whatever it was. But Dice just retired, funny enough. Yeah, I saw that, actually. He just retired at, like, 40-something years old. He's like, really? okay, I'm calling it a career. It's like, dude, no one even knew you were still playing. Yeah, um, ugliest mother. No. Wait. He wasn't ugly. Yeah, no, Dice was pretty normal. Are you thinking of Young Young Kim? No. I'm he think- was awkward looking. No, I'm thinking of that piece of shit Yankee. Um, Thank you, Matsui. Matsui. Yeah, oh, Matsui. I love Matsui. Dude, how can you shit on that man? I fucking, fucking love Godzilla. He snapped his forearm, and he's like, must have get the ball home. Yeah, he's and he still threw it. He's the ugliest bastard I've ever oh, seen. I love I, I don't, I don't care. Him, I don't care dude. if he had no face. That dude was a warrior. <laughs> he would be better off with no face. Jesus, <laughs> a dick. But listen, speaking of, speaking of baseball... <laughs> Baseball has a has a perfect situation right now where they have so many young stars. <laughs> they could really this could be like the next generation of like what like well our kids and the young kids that grew up like we grew up watching the A Rods, the Ken Griffey's, <laughs> you fucking no, this guy, I'm sorry. Pedro, Roger Clemens, all these guys that we could talk about. You have all these guys right now: Otani, Tatis, Vlad Jr. You have uh, think of this pool of talent, dude. Pete I mean, forget we still got fucking Trout and fucking all these. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, that know. Trout guy is still there. Yeah, Mookie uh, Betts is the still there. Yeah, Trout's there. Bookie Betts is still there. Like it's not like Hopper, you know. You know, yeah, you know. right. Nah. He's all, he's all done. No, nah, come like, on. You, it's it's guys, you got a bunch of shit bro. We know that. But it's not like you got a bunch of shit bums around the league. I don't understand why Major League Baseball... And the problem with Major League Baseball is, is it's it's all these old heads and these unwritten rules. And it's like, oh, don't you dare pimp that fucking home run. No, fuck you, man. Not anymore. Hit a bomb, pimp the fuck out of that shit. And that brings me to one point about the home run derby. I wish they would bring back the 10-run rule or the 10-out rule because all these dudes are hitting bombs, right? But there's a clock. So it's boom, bomb, pitch, bomb, pitch, bomb. You have no time to appreciate the majesty of a 518-foot bomb that just came off the bat of Pete Alonso right. or Shohei Otani because they're already swinging and hitting the right, next one. Right, because by the time the ball reaches the wall, the pitch, the other pitch is already fucking going. Oh, that's, they you have to split mean? screen it. Do you, yeah. know what's, do you know what's cool? I will disagree now after what I learned today what the, what MLB does for the Home Run Derby and I don't think it was a Manfred idea I think it was the marketing department actually did a very good idea I like the three minute rule with extra time now because did you know all those balls that are hit are signed by that player so when you catch a ball it's signed by that player Oh no! he shit. signs the entire bin of those balls so they're just trying to get as many balls out. But my luck would be that, I'd catch the one where they hit the like the right, fucking but that but no, right but that the doesn't, but that doesn't make sense because whether <laughs> if you hit 35 home runs in the first in the first round whether or not like how many how many outs did did uh would have Pete Alonso had before he got to 35 home runs I don't know You know what I mean because it wasn't that many Otani would have definitely Otani was shit. He would have he would have been out in like the first like 3 minutes. I don't think he hit one out. I think his first like 10 or 12 pitches. Well, Pete Alonso were... killed the kid. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Pete <laughs> Alonso killed the kid. He killed the kid. Well, I, I think it was a poor little girl like line drive right to oh, the shin. Oh, it, it was a girl? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it was like a little kid. I was still well, felt it, bad for like still, a little She's little. Yeah, but if it's a little boy kid then it's like eh, 
You were probably a little shitbag anyway, but you know what I mean? Like, a little girl, I like... Gotta, I got to find this. Pete Alonzo was like... That sucks, man, and you the, know? The, the, the description was perfect. It was like Pete Alonzo was one of the Oompa Loompas after a child gets killed. <laughs> He's just dancing, and the kid's getting carried that off was, the field. That was my favorite thing about Pete Alonzo, and, and I can relate to that, because you know when you're when I'm you're gonna, in that I'm zone, get the video right now. and your music is on, and your music is playing, and you're vibing, and Pete Alonzo had Wu-Tang, Nas, Jada, DMX, Biggie, all the, and he even said, I, 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 want, I want to come out and represent New York hip-hop all day, all, the whole way. And every, all, every song that they played while he was up there was New York-based hip-hop. That's and he's sweet. up there, and he's bobbing his head in the batter's box, and he's fucking jamming and just hitting fucking piss missiles 520 yeah, feet. I mean, and you're like, what the fuck? And this guy was having fun. He was just enjoying life. Like, he was out there like he wasn't even caring. And he was just fucking stroking it, and it was amazing to watch. I would love to go to the next home run derby. I'm sending it to you right now in the in the group chat, so that way you can maybe uh, share it. It's about 15 seconds long. It's it's literally like a screenshot of the little girl getting carried off the field by like two employees, and Pete Alonso's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the, girl, the girl's like seriously injured, like she can't walk. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, gotta stay focused on the bombs. I gotta hit nukes, bro. To be fair, it's not a little girl. She's like five feet tall. My man. That's, a little, that's like a 13-year-old girl. Really? Yeah. She's probably just tall. Jesus. They were all, boy, yeah. they were all boys and girls club kids. Uh, yeah, right, right. I, I I get that. They put, like, you know, whatever club that's in the area. Yeah, obviously, whatever Denver, you know, local, whatever, like, boys and girls club and stuff like that. I mean, I was actually saying before you to Joey. You immediately didn't feel bad. You're like, ah, it's not a little girl ever. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, ah, whatever, a little kid. Yeah, right. he'll walk it off. He'll be fine. But a little girl, I'm like, ah, oh, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? You are Pete Alonzo. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. Oh, who's gonna Who's gonna be the first Karen to come up right, and be like, no more kids in the outfield? Let's, let's take a look at it. He vowed in 19 to win it. He said again recently, we're going to take it home again. I had a fun time. <laughs> he's just in there. He's like, he's like, just still bobbing the head, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, to be oh. fair, he probably cannot see that girl getting. Probably had away. no fucking idea. No, yeah. no, no. But the home run derby was an absolute fucking blast last night. Glad we got to watch it. And then that brings me to my next point of topic of talk uh and again if you want to get in on any of this conversation 774-992-8702 we do take phone calls here uh give us a call and uh that's up to you you can call in and give us your thoughts uh the next thing was our guy the one the only these Stephen a smith (laughs) speaking of Shohei otani just decided to step in it and be like you know what you know what sounds like a you know what the taste feels like a good day for? Career suicide. Let's do that. Let's take a listen to what had the internet just all sorts of fucking pissed at Stephen A. When he said, you know, one of the most I guess what what's the word for this? I don't I don't use these words very often, so I don't know if I'm using this accurately. Xenophobic? Is that is this xenoph- xenophobic? I don't fucking uh, know. Isn't that like some weird ass made up? Other term? media members did say that his comments were xenophobic. Okay, so let's uh, let's take a listen to what uh, Mike Freeman, especially what Stephen A. Smith had to say about Shohei Otani. And I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you, okay, I don't think it helps. That the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what well, the hell he's English saying a, in this country. 
in this country. Wow. So what Stephen A. Smith said there was uh, obviously he got Sean, would I say uh, when I say he got dragged over the coals, would that be an understatement? Um, yes, because he got fucking skewered. Yeah, for this one. and 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 because let's let, let's start off with what he said. Like now, that clip might not sound much to like me or you, like when you first hear it, but then you go back and actually listen to the words. Because sometimes you just hear shit, and you just it goes one in and out the other, you just go mm-hmm. on with your life. But if do you want to hear it again? Yeah, let's play it again. Okay, play so it. everyone can hear it. And I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you, okay, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. Okay, so he starts it off with saying, I understand that baseball is an international sport. Mm-hmm. So he understands that literally the people that play baseball are all, all, all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. All over the world. Literally all, relations. all over the world. I don't understand what he means by the stars of baseball, like in America, like have to speak English. Like, where have you been for the last 25 years when several of like the most renowned, like, I mean, at one point for the Red Sox, it was all Dominican players that were just like, it was. Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez. None of them were great at the time speaking English. They all had like that broken English talk. And it's like those guys were MLB stars and massive Boston athlete stars. So like what is Stephen A. Smith even saying right now? It doesn't make any so, sense. And he's, it's not like he's saying like I will not learn the English language. He's not, he's not even saying that. He's just saying like he's still so new at it. He'd rather talk to an interpreter instead of embarrassing himself and well, not understanding. Each row did for – his entire career. Like, what, Ichiro like 19 never, years? Yeah, Ichiro never spoke English to except, the press. Except one like of that. his teammates, like, got him to say fuck on that, on uh, thing, telling mm. him something definitely. He's like, two rats fucking will suck. Because, no, they, <laughs> they, they, they told him, like, oh, it was a hot night, right? Yeah. And they say, hey, if they ask you if it's hot tonight, say it's like two rats fucking in a wool sock. <laughs> so he says it on live TV. <laughs> so he says it on live TV, and they have to, like, blur the whole thing. I forgot who it was. It was, like, some guy was playing him forever, and they, and he's just like, oh, he's like, oh, so embarrassed. That's so awesome. So Hazing gonna, at his so finest. I'm going to go on. A, I'm going to go a, a little bit different direction than I think people would anticipate me going to this. I'm going to defend Stephen A. Smith here, and I'm going to say, first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, what did he say that was so bad Okay, was it maybe xenophobic? I I guess, but what did we just talk about for the last twenty minutes while we were talking about the home run derby? How shitty MLB does at promoting and and you know getting their players in in front of people and and making sure that their sport is promoted properly. It is a bad thing. It's not a great thing. Listen, if you could switch out Otani with Mike Trout right now and put him in a Yankees uniform, you would do it in a heartbeat. Because that would be better for the game of baseball. You can't argue that. That's not, that's not a debatable, that's a fact. That is absolutely 110% true. And I understand what Stephen A. is saying. He, what he is saying is, it's not good for the game of baseball in this country, where the ratings are dwindling, where things are starting to wane, where people are losing interest in baseball, that the best player that we have in the major leagues doesn't speak English. It's not a problem that he only speaks Japanese or doesn't speak English. It's just not beneficial to the league 
that he doesn't speak the language because you can't stick him in a fucking McDonald's commercial. You can't really stick him in a, uh, you know, in, in a Nike commercial. Or you, I mean, you can, but you got to get creative, right? It, it makes it easier to promote him if he speaks the native tongue. I don't, I don't see the problem with what Stephen A. The problem with what Stephen A. said. I that agree being, with that. That being said, the problem with what Stephen A. said was because Stephen A. has made himself to be this all-knowing, all, uh, you know, all-seeing authority on everything racist in this country. He's put himself at the forefront of being the woke master. He's put himself at the front of the, of the front of the pack of being the authority on racism and xenophobic and all these other isms and icks and, and things or whatever. He has made himself the guy that people that, you know, I'm the expert. And he even doubled down on his statements mm-hmm. by saying that. We'll show you his apology in a second. That's where I think the problem came in for Stephen A. Smith. It's not so much what Stephen A. Smith said about Otani. It's how Stephen A. Smith has presented himself over the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten years as the guy who is, I'm the wokest. I, everything I say is woke. Every, I am, he, he, he works for Woke Center. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like ESPN is the woke, one of the wokest corporations on the planet. And Stephen A. Smith is their go-to guy. He's the highest-paid analyst employee at ESPN. Now, I'll agree with some of what you said, but I think he had a perfect opportunity to be like, you know what, I, th- I understand what people are saying that I think I said, and I think you're taking my intent wrong. And he could have snuffed it out right there. But at the end of the day, we, we have the tweets, and he still has the tweets up. He never deleted the tweets, which I give him credit for. He put up, he's like, Bitch, I know what I said. Like, right. I say, I'll say it again. And plus, he doubled down saying some, again, if any other anybody else, if anybody of any other religion said what he said about the USA basketball team backups and said, like, their name's unpronounceable. Like, I don't know what country these guys be coming from, but they can't be having these names playing like this. Right. It's like, my man, that is bad. And the same day you say this stuff if about... If Max Kellerman had said anything about fire. Stephen oh, A. Smith, fire. he'd have been fired on the spot. And listen, he did both of those things, sent out a tweet being like, don't be stupid. You all know who, how I am. I'm black. It was his exact words. Whoa, and then, and then, funny you, funny and then say he that. says, "I have the tweet right here." And then he says, "I'll see y'all tomorrow." It's like, really, guy, you're that much of an asshole. Right. Let's well, let's see. Let's put it right up there. He said, uh, "Amazing that folks still don't know me after all these years. If I'm wrong about something, I will apologize, especially if I unintentionally offend any group, in all caps, of people, because it's the right thing to do. Period. I'm." Black, in all caps. I would know. See y'all tomorrow on First Take. That right there is where Stephen A, I think, lost most of the people that were trying to defend him. Because, what? okay, so you're, you're black. What, so you're, you're, you're more offended than everybody else? I, like, I, I, don't I, don't, even, I don't understand. Why are you trying to qualify it? By stating to everyone the obvious, which is the color of your skin. We know what color your skin is. I don't, we don't understand. We don't, I don't judge you because of that. Right. That's what I was taught. That's what Martin Luther King said. Okay? That's who I was taught by, was I was taught not to see, see color. I was told to judge a man based on the character and, and, and you know, whatever. Uh, uh, you, you know the thing. Mm, dickhead. I, I, was, I was taught not to judge people based on the color of their skin, so I don't. 
Why are you all of a sudden pulling the black card now? Like, oh, I'm black. I don't understand his, you know why? his whole point, though. Because you just want to get fired. Because it's a chicken shit move. Because Stephen A. is a spineless, gutless jellyfish who doesn't want to get fired. And at the end of the day, he looks at $60 million that he's getting from ESPN, and he says, hmm, you know, I'd really like to hang on to that. I don't want to get fired. Right. So I guess there, there you have it. That's Stephen A.'s price. At what point was Stephen A. break? Well, I guess $60 million is about the breaking point. Last night yeah. about 9 p.m. So he sent out that tweet that we just showed on there, which was really like a, that was a real dickheaded move. It's like I already like I didn't have like a, like an immediate problem. I was like, wow, that was a real asshole thing to say. Then he says another asshole thing. It's like Jesus, man, like you're being like a I real dickhead. I didn't even think today. his initial statement was that. Like I said, I didn't think it was that far off. I think he, I think he was on to something. I don't think he, he, I don't think he stated it in a way that was you know very articulate, which he usually is. Very, oh, articulate he's very articulate and very, you know, he's very poignant and he, he knows what he's saying and every word, you know, he stay, he says is planned. It's it's not like yeah. he he doesn't go right when he goes off the cuff. He goes a little nutty, but a lot of the times when he even when he does go off the cuff, the Lamont or he goes crack, yeah, yeah he goes off the, the rails. It's there's a there's a reason for it. There's a rhyme to his reason. In this case, I just think he just misstepped. He, he took a misstep and he he misspoke a little bit. Yeah, I don't think anything he said was. Wrong. I don't think it was necessarily bad. I don't think it was necessarily untrue. I think what he was saying was was fairly spot on. Like, yeah, it's not great for Major League Baseball to have a superstar that people in this country can't relate to because they don't speak the language. There's a language barrier there. I don't know. You can't. You can't. I don't speak Japanese. Right, but you I don't love the guy about, still. Right, but right, but I don't know anything about Japanese culture. I don't speak the language. Other than, hey, do you like Godzilla movies? Yeah, cool. Me too. Other than that, like we got nothing in common. You know what I mean? That's the thing. If you've got a ten, eight, nine, ten year old kid, what, how is he supposed to relate? Okay, cool. Otani's cool, but it's like it, it's like Hideo Nomo back in the day. It's like Ichiro back in the day. Yeah, everybody loved him. Everybody they were pretty young, well. Young Kim. They were pretty well liked. But no, they were. I mean, kids weren't running around wearing their jerseys. No, they had Ken Griffey Jr. jerseys on. They had Barry Bonds jerseys on. They had Mo Vaughn jerseys. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Even though Sosa really didn't speak much English, or at least pretended he didn't, you know, because he didn't want to answer tough questions. That's but funny. They, they, <laughs> but kids were running around wearing those guys' jerseys. You know what I mean? They weren't. Every no one was clamoring at the gate to get an Ichiro jersey. I just, right. I, I love that this morning. They, someone at ESPN, whether it was the bosses or the higher ups at Disney, or someone said, "You gotta, you gotta clamp this shit down. This is getting out of hand. Like we have this whole thing going on with like stop Asian hate hashtag and all this stuff." And, right, and, and then, here he goes. And he, he comes out. He's like, "You can't be having an Asian out here." Gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I, I think what he just said was just really stupid because it, it still doesn't make sense. For and me. then it, the comments under that tweet. Oh, I'm sure. It blows, for the, it blows for Otani in a way because, like you said, we're witnessing some of the greatest fucking baseball being played. And he shits and on And what him. are we talking about? He can't speak fucking English. You know what I mean? Like, that fucking blows for that. But, we you know but, we, but the, the thing is, the product on we, the field is we being shadowed by his language barrier because of what he said. And, like, you're totally right, though. You can't put him in a fucking a McDonald's commercial in this because the language barrier. I get that, and that sucks, but it's like. You can but Damn, you can, though. You, you can if you get creative, and I understand that. But, like, fuck, me, man. Him I'll not tell you right now. English you pay me enough money, I'll figure out a way to get no Otani sh- into oh, a fucking, fucking McDonald's Absolutely. Commercial. Go to the fucking whatever Come fucking on. advertising agency. All those creatives, they'll get fucking creative. Watch. Right. But I'm just saying, like, the fact that he doesn't speak English doesn't matter. shouldn't be the reason why you're, you're shadowing that over, over his product on the field. Right. 
Do you, you know, know what I'm saying? I mean, remember Lynn Sanity for a they, fucking minute? He was Asian. He spoke English, but he was all over for yeah, a but he was fucking a, he was American. brief fucking moment. But that's my point. Yeah. Like, Lynn so, Sanity, Tebow Mania. So, you remember that block ES, on ESPN? ESPN. You, he, it, nothing, I mean, I get it. Like, like, all right, he was Asian. That was the one thing about his, like, who the fuck is this guy playing basketball Asian doing who this nasty? Who the fuck nasty, is this guy? Doing this nasty. You know what I'm saying? There was his step for that. It wasn't about – they're always going to find something, I guess, is my point, like, to fucking say, like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't be this, you can't be that. You know what I mean? It's so just- o- Otani is already so over, like, in America and in Japan. They made an announcement last night, well, the the, the broadcast team over the air, not at the stadium. They said, you know, um, this is breaking news in Japan. Like, like they're going live on, like, all of their main stations to show the home run derby, him going at bat. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. It was like – And they, was, said, they said people were staying up to 3 o'clock in the morning to watch him just hit home runs in the home run derby. That's fucking America. awesome. You know what but I mean? that's, that's, that's an amazing accomplishment. So, like, when, you're, when you have that kind of world power, like, right. Stephen A. Smith shouldn't give a shit. Like, in America, it's like – who, by the way, it doesn't even matter because now he's a world star athlete. I mean, think he's about it. Right, right, a Japanese right. guy wins the Masters. We got a Japanese guy who dominating the the major leagues right now. Right. Who's to say that Otani right. gives a fuck about what Americans the Japanese, think? They don't. The Jap- <laughs> listen, the Japanese are kind of fucking killing it right now. And listen, they like they love like the baseball diehards in Japan. They take that shit extremely serious. Big serious. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, did oh. you see their All Star game? Their All Star game consists of who can bunt the best and people give standing ovations that who can bunt like onto a little circle this big wow I'm, I'm dead ass serious they put a mat on the thing and the guy like bunts it and it goes to the top everyone's like oh! <laughs> and it's like the most boring shit oh. you'll ever see oh I wish I was exaggerating oh same thing oh. <laughs> no but I know it's like basically baseball consists of Straight up white Caucasian Americans, Dominicans, and fucking Japanese people. That's pretty much it right now. Oh well, yeah, there's, there's Puerto Ricans. There's, there's not really a, yeah, a lot Dominican. of like. You're either from the, you're either from the Caribbean. <laughs> you're or South, Japan. South American <laughs> Japanese are yeah. just you're born in fucking Louisiana well, that's, or something. That, that's right now, but like a lot of yeah. Memo Beaks players. Jason Veritek. Like, yeah. <laughs> like last night, I made the joke. I said, you know, I made the joke to in, in the group chat. I just said, how pissed off is Stephen A. Watching Trot Nixon? <laughs> how pissed off is Stephen A. Watching Tatis, Vladimir <laughs> Jr. and Soto all speaking the native language to each other, and he's like, not in America. Yeah, I know. But that's I, the I thing. Know. But that's but that's the thing that that. That's where I think the whole Stephen A. thing came off the rails was because if Stephen A. wasn't one of those guys that was out on the forefront of, you know, out there saying, you know, you know, parroting the the hands up, don't shoot lie, you know, or the, you know, uh, you know, you know, helping LeBron James along with his little hate hoax, you know, uh, or he wasn't out there being one of these woke pundits that we uh, that force it down your throat every single day. I think he would have probably, this probably just would have been skated by and no one really would have said much because at the end of the day, he is an African-American guy. He is a very well-paid, highly respected personality at ESPN. I think everybody would have just chalked it. Yeah, okay, he misspoke. Who cares? Bury it. But because he put himself on that pedestal, he is now getting his, he's now paying the price because there are people out there, and believe me, there were no shortage of people in the Twitter comments that were pointing out the, the, the dynamic of 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 of, uh, of the Asian hate that was going on in this country, and who was perpetrating most of those Asian hate things. Okay, it wasn't white supremacists, it wasn't Hebrews, it wasn't anything. Else. No, it was primarily African Americans that were going and 
bashing down fucking Asians for no reason in New York and L.A., whatever the city was. There was no shortage of people pointing that out. Now, is it anecdotal? Anecdotal, yes. Uh, To a degree, yes. But for Stephen A. to come out and say that, it's just like, dude, this is the worst possible time (laughs) for you to say some fucking anti-Asian shit. Like, you're just playing right into the stereotype. And you're just... whether you like it or not, the, tri- the Twitter trolls, yeah. they will feed off of that. Sometimes bad publicity is bad publicity. Yes. In, in, right. That's they always say, they always say like, whether yeah. it's bad publicity or good publicity, it's publicity. Yeah. Not this time. Sometimes, <laughs> yes, Paul, you are very right. Sometimes bad publicity is bad publicity and you don't want that. You and, don't want that shit. And yep. they did bring on ESPN on first take with Stephen A. live on camera. They brought in Jeff Passan, which is like the Adam Schefter of the – Major League, Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah. Breaking news, always has breaking news. He's very reliable. He came on and did a nine-minute interview in which Stephen A. Smith didn't say a word. And he basically said, like... Shocker. And Stephen A. Smith, he basically gave it to him, like, in the most professional way, saying, like, this show promotes pure ignorance most of the time. Like, honestly. He goes, to, to say that... And he, and he says, he goes, he knows Shohei personally. He's talked with him through his interpreter many times, and he's a very well-spoken individual. He wants to learn the language. He's doing everything he can to adopt to American culture. And for you to come out here and say something so ignorant, like, so fast, and, and, and say it as, like, matter of fact, is just, like... It does such a disservice to, to you, the American culture, and like us as a people. And I was like, damn. And he's just giving it to Stephen A. And Stephen A is like this, like like he's like a child at a parent teacher conversation. He's just like just listen to the parent and teacher <laughs> like go back and forth and he's just like says nothing. Because you know they told him, like, you're just going to take it all day today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's what he's I got at. 60 million reasons why you're going to sit there and shut the fuck up. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so – I, I, uh, if we're getting off that topic, I want to give you breaking news. I guess it came out right as we were going on air about Go it's going to be NFL related. Sure. It is from Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter is stating Aaron Rodgers will not return to the Packers. Yes. And yes. He is saying the exact Ooh, words. This the, is this is. Excellent. The exact the exact words were. Uh, let me go back and find the tweet from Adam Schefter. He said. It's not a money thing. It's much more personal than that. He does not want to remain a Packer. Good. Done. See you later, kid. I will say Brady made some. Excellent. When they had that whole golf thing, I know Brady got his ass kicked in golf. Excellent. Which, which and Brady's like, I'm over here playing the leader of the Packers, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, we'll see. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Aaron did one of these. He went. Yeah, I know. I eyebrows. saw that live, and I was that like, That is oh. big news. That is huge. Because what I say, July 31st, right? That's when training yeah, game starts. Yeah, it's coming up. If something's going to happen, it's going to be now. Now, granted, financially, it doesn't do the Packers any good to get rid of them right now. They would the, the Packers would benefit financially by getting rid of them after this season. However, if the Packers ever want to sign a meaningful free agent again, they need to let Aaron Rodgers go. Because if they do Aaron Rodgers dirty, anybody who signs to the Packers is going to be like, well... Here's a problem. If you did Aaron Rodgers dirty, how are you going to treat me? Absolutely. Here's a problem. It's already been discussed. It wasn't discussed in this one, but it's been discussed previously. If Aaron Rodgers asks for a trade or is traded, Devontae Adams will immediately ask for a trade and to be traded as well. Immediately. He's only staying in. Bye-bye. He's only staying in Green Bay. If and he won't it. he won't resign with them. He already no. said he goes he goes it depends what the quarterback position looks like. AKA, Absolutely, of course. That, well, you're a receiver who makes your money off of catching touchdowns. Fuck off. We so saw Carson Wentz too early. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
fuck. You weren't getting Aaron Rodgers. I know, anyway. I know, I know. You weren't getting. And, and honestly, Dude, I think I, the Colts are going to be perfectly fine with Carson Wentz. We'll talk about this next week and the week after because as, as training camp starts to get closer. Pat from uh, the McAfee show. McAfee? Pat, McAfee. Pat Mac- McAfee. Ma- yeah, McAfee. Ah, see, now you're doing what I do. Pat McAfee. I think you and Pat McAfee are the only people that feel like Carson Wentz will be I'm telling you right now, I am putting I, I am putting my reputation on the line. I want you to draft Carson Wentz first round in all of your drafts. First round, no, but I will draft Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Come on. You, I mean, I will sabotage take, yourself right now. I will take Carson Wentz in every draft I, I, I can. Hey, and 18th round. Hey, Paul, Paul, have his revenge because you'll be at the draft. You'll be on your phone. And I'll go up to Paul. I'll be like, you see this news about Carson Wentz? And I'll see Joey outside. Yeah. <laughs> just, just drafted him. Carson Wentz broke his leg getting Shaking, out of the fucking plane or getting off. Out of a plane, probably getting out of a taxi or Ta- Yeah, whatever the hell he's taking. So last thing I wanted to talk about tonight uh, before we get out of here, because uh, and thank you guys, great show so far. 774-992-8702. You still got time to get in here if you want to call us. Uh, the last thing I wanted to get into was uh, Team USA Basketball. Ugh. They are reeling right now. Things are ugly. Things are not good. And uh, I think this clip from Greg Popovich mm, basically Papa. basically Big sums Papa. it up. So, yeah, it's about a minute and 30 seconds long. So just bear with it. Okay. Uh, but just, just yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just take a look. And like you said, these other teams and these other countries just continue to improve. Uh, these players, they, they get better. They get more confident. And they also, you know, they want to beat us badly. So um, it's definitely noticeable when you're on the floor. You know, no, go ahead. Okay. You're done. Let me let me also answer that question. You know, you asked the same sort of question, the same family of question last time, uh, where you assume things that are not true. When you just mentioned, you know, blowing these teams out, that's never happened. So I don't know where you get that. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish my statement? Can I can I finish my statement? When you talk. You just told me that it's not true, and I'm telling you your average margin. Are you going to let me finish my statement or not? So you'll be quiet now while I talk, and then I'll listen to you. When you make statements about in the past just blowing out these other teams, number one, you give no respect to the other teams. And I talked to you last time about the same thing. We've had very close games against four or five countries in all these tournaments. So the good teams do not get blown out. There are certain games that might happen in one of the tournaments in the World Championship, the Olympics, where somebody gets blown out. But in general, nobody's blowing anybody out for the good teams. So when you make a statement like that, it's like you assume that's what's going on. And that's incorrect. So... Pop getting a little testy there. No, nah, I was pretty calm, cool. I mean, he just fucking laid it to him all like nice. But and Popovich here's, but here's style, the thing, though. Know? But Pop, but here's here's the thing with pandering Pop. Okay, is Popovich is wrong. Oh, we don't blow these teams out. And if you heard the reporter in the background, you think, well, but your average margin of victory in the last two Olympics has been thirty points a game. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty big fucking blowout to me. Yeah, I mean, what what was the what was the closest? Remember when like in '92. With the dream team, when Croatia, a, when no, Angola just... thought they were like somebody, and yeah. they just went and just like beat them by like sixty or some shit like that. Like oh, it was bad. It was like one hundred eight to like thirty eight or something like that. I remember like, not even early two thousands, like uh, the the Carmelo Lebron. No, oh, if you remember the two thousand four team that got that got they got waxed. Remember? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They was Iverson on that team? 
Was he gone? I think AI was gone. The 2004 team? Yeah, because that was like the fucking meltdown uh, team took, where it was yeah, like a bunch of prima right, donnas who couldn't eight, do shit. Because in 2008, we had the Redeem team, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that barely did LeBron, it, LeBron, Kobe, like that was when they brought out all the big guns and they were like, and, and no, no, then they wiped the floor with everybody. Yeah, I thought there was, a, was it the old four? Because I remember I thought I worked back at CMHS when I was like, wow, they got beat by who? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but this, but, it seems like this happens. Like, every, like you go through like once in the Olympics, like they're just like, you know, we don't really care about the Olympics right now. Like all, like a bunch yeah. of players just opted out and they're like not doing it and pop oh, yeah, pop imagine. sucks as a coach. I mean with the Olympics, like where's Coach K? I know he retired, but like fuck it. Yeah, bring yeah. Coach K back. He killed it with other teams. Yeah, yeah. The the 2004 team lost three games in the Olympics, was the most by anybody. They lost to Puerto Rico, uh, which uh, stands as the largest margin of defeat for the U.S. in the Olympics. Uh, they lost to Lithuania and then Argentina. Yeah, because Vujic. They lost a friendly to Italy before the Olympics. And, yes, they had AI, Starberry, D-Wade, Carlos Boozer, Melo, LeBron, uh, Emeka Okafor, Sean Marion, Stat, uh, Stoudemire, Duncan, Lamar, and Richard Jefferson. Huh. Larry Brown was the head coach, Greg Pop, Roy Williams, and Oliver Purnell were the assistant coaches. So, this is... This is uncharted territory right now. If they go if, – and here's the thing. I have almost the utmost faith that this men's basketball team is going to go into the Olympics and probably wipe the floor with pretty much everybody that they play. All right? And I, I say that as the most likely outcome. But God help them if they don't win this. If they come home in third or, or second, I'm telling you right now, with the current – climate in this country and the way the games? NBA is yeah they've lost well, three now they've lost, they to lost three Nigeria Australia and I don't know I don't know if the, I, don't I know only knew all Croatia the, it might have been I only knew Nigeria and Australia uh, who's I, the third team maybe, maybe it was just Nigeria and Australia I could be making that up Jesus Christ but if they come home if they don't bring home a gold medal right the current climate in this country the way that the NBA is viewed as shills to China, as you know, you know they're they're all about their woke social justice and their their everybody's got a cause and all this other shit. And then if they go internationally and they don't represent this country, the way that basketball fans in this country think we should be represented, yeah, I'm telling you right now, this this could get this could be a fucking PR disaster for the NBA because not only that, but the NBA the finals ratings right now. I know it's Milwaukee and Phoenix, which nobody wanted to see. But I'm tell- but the, the ratings are in the tank. It's going to take a huge blow for the star power of the NBA. They're, they're, they're the don't. ratings right now, the finals ratings are, are, are lower than they were in 2019. Uh, I didn't even know they played three games. And I, and I was interested, 30% too. lower. I've been watching. I have, too. I've, kind of, I've been tuning in I can't in even I can. fucking find it on my TV. It's just like this big, <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, I'm looking the other day, and it's like, oh, yeah, NBA finals, and it's this huge block, and I'm like, well, when's the fucking game? Because it goes all the way into, like, 11 o'clock, you know, on your fucking yeah, guide yeah. or whatever. And I'm like... So when's the game? And I'm looking, oh, yeah, it's fucking 2-1 Suns. And I'm like, they played three games? I'm like, yeah. where the fuck was I, – I know I know Suns were up on mm-hmm. 2 nothing at one point. I didn't know the Bucks won one. Yeah, I just found that out today. Yeah, I found that out today. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I can't find it. I'm like, yeah. there's no 
Like you said, fucking marketing issues, dude. It's just the way it goes. Well, it's, I mean, not even, it's not even the fact that NBA is not doing a good job marketing it. It's just that the ratings are down 30% from... Because last year, everybody was like, okay, dismiss last year's ratings. No one wants to talk about it. It the was, bubble. It was the bubble. It was off kilter. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the season was thrown off. Even this year, yeah. it's... It's happening later than it usually does, like July, like June. Like, by July 4th, the offseason usually starts. Like, you got 4th of July weekend, and, you know, free agents are starting to fly off the board. Right. It's going to take a couple weird. years Late for June. the ripple effect of smoothing uh, Absolutely, and I'll, and I'll give them that. But, but, even dismissing last year, from 2019 to now, they're down 38% in the ratings. That's really That's bad. That's massive, dude. That's yeah, huge. huge. That's huge. <laughs> That's as much as the uh, domestic abuse. I'm sorry. Never stop, mind. Stop, d- don't bring it back to the beginning. <laughs> That's as much as the domestic abuse. <laughs> this isn't a comedy spiked show. In England. Spiked in England after the uh, English team lost to Italy. Paul, Paul's, Paul's making this a comedy show where he's like, he's like, you bring it back right to the beginning of the show. I like love it. That? And you know what? On that note, I wait, think we should just wait. walk away. No, that, that's a great point to end. But I also want to say the Red Sox got the best player, number one player on the board at number four. At four. The guy looks like he's uh, the, the, the the lead from, what was that movie, the, the show Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, a clone yeah. of that kid. Somebody, somebody I think the ca- the best caption I thought I, I, I saw of it was uh, the, the Red Sox first round pick. He, he, looks like, he looks like your mom's new boyfriend. And you're like, <laughs> I like him, but there's just something about him I can't put my finger on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He seems all right, but there's something about him. I dude, bet you're a smug dude, asshole, yeah. aren't you? He's, yeah. he's, 19, he's 18, 19, just drafted out of high school. He was the number one prospect on, like, every team's board. Why he fell to four, I don't really understand still. Who cares? I thought he would have went to at least one or two, one of those two spots. Don't ask questions, just roll with it. And they just said uh, his comparison to, like, Chipper Jones and shit. Like that would be amazing if he's like can come up and like in the next couple of years be like it a would be it would be because you know Jones the Red, the Red Sox have been very down in their luck lately you know oh, they've they, been killing it they've best they've record been, in baseball oh sorry it was sarcasm <laughs> didn't pick it up yeah you know I mean but, <laughs> but that's that's the karma the Red Sox get for having the biggest Black Lives Matter banner in the United States ah. that's what they get they get the best pick at number four now so you know and he's a white guy so that'll be tough I'm sure John Henry's gonna lose a lot of sleep over the fact that he's not you know black or or Puerto Rican or Dominican or whatever it or might Japanese be. interpreter or yeah Japan, Japan you know, might not. So, you know, maybe and needs St- an interpreter Stephen, oh, Stephen A. Smith Japan is probably gassed like, that this guy could be the face of MLB in <laughs> 10 years and he doesn't need an interpreter so uh but anyhow all right, guys. Well, hey, that was a great fucking show. Good Thank times. you. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Followed a lot of shit. We'll be back next Tuesday night. A very eventful week. Yeah. Uh, training camp, not this weekend, the following weekend. Oh. We will have Aaron Rodgers news oh, within the next 14 days. <laughs> no, I'm just within the next 14 days, we'll have Aaron Rodgers news. Uh, we, will, we will start talking fantasy football in the next couple, couple of shows. We'll mm. start getting into the NFL a lot heavier. Uh, I know there's some stuff we missed tonight, and uh, for that we apologize. But um, I did want to make one special, uh, just one shout-out. Uh, 28 years ago today, we lost a legend, Davey Allison. Oh, shit, that was today? My favorite. My 28 favorite. years ago, the number, the my, whole thing. This is My hero, my A number one hero, this guy right here, uh, NASCAR driver, lost his life in a helicopter crash. At the in, on the infield of Talladega, uh, piloting a, you know, he was piloting his own private helicopter, and shit went tits up, and he didn't make it out. And uh, NASCAR took a tremendous blow in that era. That 93 year was just awful from when you talk about Alan Kulwicki, Davey Allison, Neil Bonnet, uh, you know, Clifford Allison. Um, you know, there's just, there's just so many guys that, that lost their lives in that era. Tim Richmond, 
uh, guys that were going to reshape the future of the sport. And uh, it was a really, really, really rough go for NASCAR in the early 90s. And uh, Davey was my guy. That was my man. That was my A number one. That was my first sports hero of my life. Still remember the day like it was yesterday, getting picked up uh, at St. Mary's Church and my dad's LTD and him doing donuts in the St. Mary's parking lot trying to, like, butter us up because he knew he was about to tell me something that was going to crush my eight-year-old life. We were in the pool. And, uh, yeah, pulled us out of the pool at my grandparents' house, and he told me the news. Get and out of the pool. I broke, I broke <laughs> yeah, down. He told me to jump back in. I broke down in tears. Paul jumped back in the pool. Dad like, told me to. Yeah. He's Dad. like, hey, Paul, jump in the pool for this one. Then he told Joe, and that was it. I was yep. like, oh, Paul's like, all right. Paul was like, cool. All right, sweet. 20 minutes later, you see Sean calling me. Why the fuck is Sean yep. calling me? <laughs> Did and, uh, Kyle Petty win? Ha ha. You don't know. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was the worst day of my life to that point. So uh, <laughs> still sticks with me to this day. But 28 years ago today, uh, NASCAR lost. It's uh, one of its gro- growing legends, and that was a shitty day. But we won't, uh, we won't end it on a sour note. We'll be back next week. We'll have good Aaron Rodgers news. You hope. You next wish. Next week. You wish. We'll have good Aaron Rodgers news. Why are you screaming? Because it's gonna fucking happen, Sean. You're trying to speak it. And I'm gonna gnash my teeth, and I'm gonna just grind, (laughs) and then I'm gonna be the most annoying fucking prick for the next six weeks until football season starts. How is that different? Oakland Raiders are the biggest Raiders. (laughs) The dark horse. I'm waiting for that shitbag team. Aaron Rodgers. I'll send Aaron like the Raiders land. Aaron Rodgers. I just you just come up. I just flip the fucking table. Oh fuck! Oh my god! If that happened, Durant would murder you. Like he would just harass you nonstop. I would, I, I, dude, I, I, I don't even know what I would say. Uh, it's a rough one. There'd be, there'd be nothing it's to say other one. than I hope Von Miller fucks his knee up. I don't know, like yeah. Joey, Facebook settings deactivate account. Right, <laughs> <laughs> deactivated the account. All right, uh, until next Tuesday night, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you give us a like and a share if you like the video. You like this, uh, what you saw tonight. You can check this show out on all the places you get your podcasts after this: Spotify, Apple. Uh, Google, all that good shit. Uh, make sure you uh, tune in next week, and we will be back. Thank you all for joining us. Adios. We very much appreciate it, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll get we'll get we'll get back to it. We we we'll catch we, we got uh, we got a little bit of shit to get into. You know, in the next week or so, it'll be. Uh, I'm telling you right now, guys. The Aaron Rodgers news is coming. We're coming up on the. We're we're coming up on the end of NASCAR season as well. And the finale will be the same day as the Row 1 Fantasy Football Draft, August 28th. Row 1 Fantasy Football Draft, followed right there by the night race at Daytona. Can't fucking wait. Gonna be a good day. forward to it. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate y'all. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week, y'all. Peace out. Adios. He dies, he dies, he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs>